ready? I'm ready. Ready? One, two, three. Hey yo! We're in. Mm. Oh man. Aspartame. Delicious, sorta. Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. <laughs> Yo, shout out Diet Coke. It's like a YouTube video. Where it's like a makeup uh-huh. review or something. Impossible to find, turns out. Unless yeah. you buy a hundred of them. They're like, you know what? We're going to make people buy a bunch of these at, at once. Yeah, it's a way that they can increase sales. They don't want you to have one. It, you got to have 15. It has to be a marketing strategy, right? Yeah. Well, they knew I was coming to town, so they're like, okay, well, he's going to buy out the, the all the supplies. Darby's so. here. Um, hmm, what can I we do? I didn't used to be a Diet Coke guy, but you see yourself live long enough to become <laughs> the Diet Coke guy over time. You live long enough to – you just – the thing you hated. Yeah. Well, my grandpa drank it You know, when I was growing up. He had a whole fridge of Diet Cokes. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want a Diet Coke. This is nasty. Uh-huh. And now I'm almost 30, so I'm like, I can't be having sugar. I can't. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm like sugar-free, caffeine-free. Hmm. hmm yeah. Which one is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. But, I mean, Coke Zero is fine. I have no beef with Coke Zero, but the aspartame makes my little rat brain light yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Every sip's just another LED light on. The serotonin just starts <laughs> flashing in my brain. <laughs> Remember that when they tell you you have a fucking Alzheimer's from yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually move to just drinking water only yeah. in like five years. That's really the move. Yeah. I should have done that five years ago, but you know, they just make it so fucking delicious. Well, you're like, what, you're 21 now? 21, yeah. I'm a little bit over 21. Double it, almost. No. Uh, 39. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, Pushing you're 40. There. That's good. You look good. Thanks, man. You look healthy. I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because I work two jobs at the moment. Yeah. It's been crazy. I didn't think it was going to be that crazy. It's been crazy. Four nights a week, I'm or four days a week, I'm 16, 17 hours a day. On your feet? Just Yeah, just up, working. I work construction in the day. Then immediately drive to Vino's and work, you know, yeah. five, six hours. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You got a work ethic. It's been tough. I do. And, and this. And four and bands. Your, yeah, your four bands. You have creative pursuits, and you're still working jobs. Like... I think that's important, like keeping your energy going, like and not slowing down. You know, I had a uh, like a three month void where I just couldn't get work. It happens, you know. I run yeah. my own company, and sometimes just shit isn't popping off the way you need it Seasonal to be. Seasonal or just weird, it, weird just times. a weird time. Yeah. yeah, and I got super just sitting at home and literally gained sixty pounds from just I just sat. Yep, I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to go anywhere because my money. You know, you spend money when you leave the house. That's exactly right. So yeah. I'm just sitting at home doing nothing, and it and it lasted for three months, and then I got, you know, work and all that stuff, and it, and it all went away. But I still have the weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, mass moves mass. You're getting stronger because you're heavier now. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what they say at the gym. Mass moves mass. Yeah. That's why you got a bulk if you want to get stronger. That's why I can kick a hole through a cinder block. Yeah, you're because <laughs> I'm crazy. walking around this fucking huge body. But you're uh, right, though. When you sit at home, you just, that stasis, man. like, I, I have a work-from-home job, like, so, I, like... I don't want to be not working. Yeah. But it was literal, and I can't work on my house because that costs money, too. Yep. I could patch up a few things, which I did, but that took, like, three days. Right. And I, I thought, you know, first week, okay, no no big deal. Second week, Jesus Christ. But after, like, the third month, I was losing my mind. I ended up having to go to Texas with my brother and build a water tower. 
<laughs> Shit is crazy, by oh the way. God. If you've never built a water tower, kids, that's a wild ass job. Just YouTube it. You, there's a video on how to. <laughs> you can find a video how. You know there is. <laughs> how to build a water tower in your backyard. There's only like five companies in the whole United States that do it. Yeah. And they're all regional. Did you get to swim in it? Huh? No, 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 no. You don't even get to get to the fucking thing. Whenever I drove past the, the water tower that's on the interstate over there as a kid, Every time I'd envision just like being in there, I'm gonna swim in it. Yeah, you know if you do that, they <laughs> have to illegal. empty it, and they'll have to probably execute you. Well, you, it's not gonna be good for you, and no. I think they fine you what it costs. They cinder block you to the bottom of the water tower, <laughs> like a mafia yeah. boss. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right though. Like staying at home is is weird, and you'll get in the groove of just not leaving your house. Like I do a work from home job, so. I have to like remind myself after I'm done sitting at the computer for eight, nine hours a day to, to be go like, outside. now you have to go. Even if you're like tired, like you just kind of burnt out, like don't just stay in your house, like get out of your house, do stuff, go see things. Go see, to that's shows. a weird one. Cause you're, you're tired from the screen fatigue. Yeah. That's but real. it's like your body's not tired, uh -huh. but your mind and your yes. eyes are tired and you're like, I don't want to do anything, but you, you have to, or else you're going to get old. If you don't keep going, you, mm. you got to move, you know? At least you're in a city where if you just go outside, I there's kind of in just my infinite shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I can take a walk around my neighborhood and go do things there. And right. Not have to drive all the way across town. But you're, there's a lot I of stuff to do. I don't, I, I, I don't know that I would drive in that town. I drove well, through it last year and fucking kill me. Yeah. At any given moment, someone else is trying to put their car inside of your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, not by choice. I, I've had to become – I wouldn't say I'm like an aggressive driver, but you have to acclimate to yes. being an L.A. driver where – It's all defensive. It's all defensive, uh -huh. but also like the, the defense is a good offense also. Mm. Like you're like, oh, shit, I got to go fast mm. as fuck to get away from these crazy watch people. watch out for these crazy fuckers. Yeah, and yeah. some uh, – like a, a person that's like singing show tunes in the middle of the road that, in a blanket. like <laughs> Shitting. Cra crazy randomly. people yeah. everywhere. Like they'll just like try to get hit by cars sometime. Like – like Mario Kart, you got to swerve around them. Good lord, it's it's kind of crazy. Today's the there. day, leap. <laughs> <laughs> and then what what's gonna happen then? Like no one's gonna fix my car. They don't have insurance. No, well you're gonna fix your car, or it's just gonna sit there. I can't imagine what fixing something. Living in that town seems daunting. But if you want to breathe, it's twenty dollars. That's right. They <laughs> they have Lorax to that whole place. It's crazy. I mean, I really love living there, and I always envisioned kind of living there yeah. my whole life. You know, growing up, loving skateboarding and loving music and punk rock. Like, all that was... Just, like, all the culture that drifted out here. Yeah, the, the culture Coast. that we all like and think yeah. is cool. Hardcore, punk, like, metal, skateboarding. New York and California. Yeah. yeah. And I always wanted to live there, and I love living there, but it is... It's a whole new, unique set of problems mm. that you need to, like, you know, get acclimated Did to. Did you move out there just to move out there, or was it a company thing? Yeah, well, so my team is based in Los Angeles, the team that I work for, but I am remote, so I didn't actually have to move mm. there. But, um, you know, after the pandemic, me and my boyfriend were both remote workers, and yeah. we had been in Austin for almost three years, and we just were ready for a change. And I have friends out there, and True. we don't ever want to leave. It's It's been great, but, yeah, it's uh, it's unique. It's yeah. unique. It's <laughs> di very different yeah. from here. Culture shock. Yeah, Wait, for sure. Wait, you mean you can't just get somewhere in 30 minutes? Mm -mm. 
It's yeah. two hours. Mm-hmm. If something is if something is four miles away or five miles away, that's eighty minutes. Th- that could be that long <laughs> of a drive, especially you know rush hour lasts two and a half, three hours long in the middle of the day. You think why? But there's ten. I think it's ten million in L.A. Ten million people. Like yeah. what the fuck? And everyone has a car. Yeah, everyone has a car, <laughs> and everyone's trying to go from one side of the town to the other side. I think we're at three point five. So just you know, triple it and shrink it down to Little Rock and put all those people in there. And we already have bad enough traffic with just a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. But luckily, the best part about living in, I live in West Hollywood and I most of the time don't have to use my car during mm. the day. Like I can walk to Trader Joe's or walk to right. Whole Foods or CVS or like any of my daily errands. But, you know, all my friends live in different pockets of the city. So you're oh, always yeah. going around somewhere. And it's not like it's close by-ish. Because technically not far away, but time wise, very far away. It's like living out in the country. It's like, it says you're only 20 minutes. It's like, mm hmm. I took the train for the first time. But it's an hour. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, to Sound and Fury. I took the train for the first time because it was uh, one of the stops is Expo Park, and that's where they did Sound and Fury. And that was pretty, it was pretty easy. I'm going to try to like use the trains more. There's not, it's not like New York City where there's like lines that stop in every yeah, single yeah, place, yeah. but kind of got to be choosy. Yeah. If you, yeah. it's kind of like if you want to get downtown and you don't want to take a car, you could take the train. Nice. It's cool. But Interesting. I'm trying to get more acclimated to being a big city boy and using public <laughs> yeah, transportation. Yeah. Yeah. But don't want to take the bus. I feel like that's probably a no go there. It just depends on what part of town you're in. Mm. Sometimes the bus is like great, and other times it's like, uh, Battle Just Royale. Just based on Instagram videos I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? battle yeah, Battle Royale. It's a Battle Royale inside of the bus sometimes. You just walk in and start pointing, who is it? Who, who <laughs> Which one it? of you? <laughs> it's like Escape from New York or like Escape from L.A. like craziness. So you still, are you still playing music out there? Have you started a... Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm doing a lot of my own music. Um like I just, everyone, we all are now. Yeah. Well, I just took the last, you know, two and a half years just to try to write as many songs as I can, like produce as many songs as I can, mm. purely for practice. Because, you know, I realized that, you know, if you're only in bands, you develop that motion of writing with someone else. And then mm-hmm. when it comes to not having anyone to bounce the ideas off of, or also producing trusting everything yourself. by yourself, trusting yourself, doing yep. your own vocals, it takes a lot of practice. But I finally got to the point where happy with what i'm doing and i'm putting some stuff out now and working on a hardcore band out there oh shit yeah i we've got a couple songs done so far it kind of is gonna sound like cold world mixed with like no warning mm-hmm. a little bit of that like uh alt rock singing mixed with like the hardcore breakdowns okay. and stuff sick yeah sounds fun yeah i want to play more hardcore stuff out there I'm sure it's thriving like it is everywhere. It's it's the it's the top genre at the moment. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like they have a lot of big shows to go see, a lot of big hardcore shows. I can't but imagine. I'm trying to figure out like where are the little shows, like where are like the little bands and like who are booking the small shows and stuff like that. Because I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, I think it's it must so exist. Much and what has to right? It yeah. has to exist. Yeah. Surely it exists somewhere. Yeah. There's so much going on in that place. But there's a lot of great venues that are doing a lot of good shows out there. Um, I saw Maybe you just get lucky Take Offense and just... recently oh, okay. with, um, oh my God, what's the Dungeons & Dragons hardcore band? <laughs> Mind Force. Mind Force, that's what it was. They were so good. Mind Force was so good. And Incendiary, I saw them. And then I went to Sound of Fury as well, and that was that was really cool. Yeah. 
Um, uh, did Stan and them play that? Did Terminal Nation play that, Sound of Fury? No, but Cruelty did, and Terminal Nation did a split with them. They sure did. Cruelty's blowing up. They're sick. They're from Japan. People went insane for them. Dude. Uh, it, <laughs> I'm just, it's cool, it's cool that you're liking it, though. I, I, I found it to be daunting when we were driving through there, yeah. and I was like, I, there's no fucking way I could live here. I'm so used <laughs> to just... Little bit mellow, kind of city, not really. I'm like right in between the two. Yeah. Like I want to live on top of a mountain, but then you know I like to just get groceries instead of <laughs> instead of hunting every day. I'm like right in the middle there. I need to retire on a mountain. Yeah, yeah, just out there drinking a cup of coffee on the mountain. Just a lake, maybe. Yeah, Ugh. but I'll I'm, I'll weather the city for twenty, thirty yeah, more yeah. years. Build and up that nest egg. The nest egg, uh -huh. and then go build a big old cabin out in Arkansas and retire. So what brought you back here? Was it for the band? Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to come out early, so give us some time to practice. Uh, I was worried that I wasn't going to... Yeah, no, yeah. it's been it's been four years. So That's a lot. <laughs> I was worried that I wasn't going to remember the songs. Comes flooding right back. Yeah. You know, Evan had pulled up this whole spreadsheet of all the shows that we would played the other day, and we've played well over 225, 250 shows. That's so, crazy. It, it all came back pretty easy. I was practicing on my own, so we actually have a practice today, and I'm, I'm excited to kind of get it going. We did that with Lame Johnny, and I was terrified because we mm -hmm. said yes to a show we hadn't played in three years. Justin got in that car crash and yeah. just just never did anything, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking... Dude, two practices. Yeah, it all comes back. And it was just like, oh, this is the set we played three years ago. It's exactly the same. It's no, There's no... The only difference was like screaming a lot so my vocal cords had a hard time readjusting yeah, to yeah that yeah yeah we um we've got the shows on friday and saturday and then we're gonna try to practice I'm so most excited. of the day i, I can't wait because i haven't played a show since 2019 holy fuck yeah the last oh, time no. that i came back from austin for not another fest uh -huh. is what it was um and we never meant for it to be this long like it wasn't. We never broke Life up. Happens. Yeah, we. I moved to Austin and we had played one show since then. But then after that, that's when the pandemic happened. I mean, that stopped most. That stopped things. everything yeah. right after the pandemic. Uh, you know, lifted up and you could do stuff again. That's right when I moved to L.A. Oh shit! So then I wasn't in driving distance anymore. Right. Yeah. Of, <laughs> and uh, I think it took you know a year or so of us kind of testing the waters in the group chat being like, are we going to do something? Are we going to book something? And then finally Evan was like, okay, I've got an idea. And then he kind of put the whole two, two part reunion the thing, thing in motion, together. which is sick. And the lineups for both nights are ridiculous. And I can't wait. Cause I haven't seen hardly I was gonna any say, of these I was bands. Gonna say, there's probably no, I, I, have you seen any of them? I've seen pet play. Okay. I saw them at the show that I was afraid played uh, in 2019, but I haven't seen Zashed. I haven't seen Second Life. I haven't seen The Chores. I haven't seen Stressor. It's all gonna, going to blow your mind. It's, I can't wait. I it's really so cool that stoked. you get to experience it for the first time. That's rad. All in kind of like one community uh, event type uh -huh. thing. Um, I'm really excited about seeing Stressor. Me the music too. that Ty is writing on Stressor is so good. So saw a good. video or like an Instagram, who, whatever. Saw a video mm -hmm. and it, I was like, oh, okay. Because I had him on and he was talking about it and they hadn't played a show yet, but now that they're playing shows, I'm excited. I'm excited, dude. Yeah, and it's it's him singing too, and yes. the style of and you know it's sort of like Quicksand or some of those other bands that are in that like heavy alt sort of alt grunge vibe, and his mm. voice is so good for that. 
I agree. And it's just a three piece. Isn't that nice? Having three people in a band. I'm in two three pieces. Yeah. I don't ever want to not be in a three piece. It's, There's only two attitudes to deal with. Mine being the most brash, so I'm the I'm the dickhead. So you get most everything times. you want. Well, so in the in the band with my wife, I don't do anything oh, okay. except facilitate because they're my wife and her friend and my, our friend Ian mm-hmm. is the strangest people in the world. Yeah, you meet them, you're just like, well, I don't know what the fuck's happening here. So I just facilitate their ideas, and it's way easier. Yeah, because they go, we want to do this, and I go, I'll try. <laughs> and it works yeah I'll, I'll give it a shot and then named Johnny we all just kind of agree we're just like let's. Sh- it's just punk rock yeah we don't care we play L- first lower stakes yep much lower and just have fun with it yep yeah with I Was Afraid you know you have me and Evan and most of the time <laughs> we agree on things <laughs> but sometimes we don't the and, meeting of personalities yeah well I always tell people I mean me and him used to live together we lived together for three or four years but when I moved away you know, I was like the other side of the other short guy, like the good versus evil. And then Evan became so powerful when I was gone in my absence. I'm just kidding, Evan. I know you're angel watching and this. devil. Yeah. The, we were the angel and the devil on the shoulder yeah. of Little Rock. Yeah. That's a fucking t-shirt, dude. Yeah. That's merch. That would be so funny. Yeah, we're, we'll do more I Was Afraid shirts and we'll, we'll do one where it's like me as a little angel and Evan as a little uh-huh. devil. <laughs> But yeah, we, I mean, we've always had a pretty easy time of, cause we kind of have an, an idea about what we want to do. And it's very similar, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I have that in all, I think all my bands really, cause we always go, this is the style. Mm-hmm. Let's play to that. Yeah. And then like in Shinfo, it's just a fuck around band. So literally anything goes, doesn't matter. My Insta War is the most structured yeah. cause it has to fit in that box. And it has a long standing history of kind of what it is. Yeah. And you kind of have to keep some things in line you can't just go too off the richter scale with that one yeah you know it's like we can we can do an acoustic set but we can't just make an acoustic song and put it in a record like that there's no way you're like uh no do it do do the acoustic song i know you want to we did for lame johnny yeah we used to rock it quite a bit and then when we lost all the other people and went to a three-piece we got all pissed off and (laughs) that's more angry yeah more punk. All the lyrics got more angry. We dropped, like, the whole thing was, like, this thematic thing. We were, had this big idea. We had, like, six people. I had a guy playing horns. It was crazy. Like, no doubt. It was, like, a more traditional rock and roll sound when we first started. It's something more along the lines of, like, a Foo Fighters. Yeah. And now it's just middle finger soup. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck this. <laughs> middle finger soup. I'll take a bowl. I'll take a bowl. Yeah, yeah. Makes you more... Hardcore, dude. You're about to start a hardcore band. You got to get fucking some middle fingers going, buddy. Yeah. You know me. I'm an angry guy. <laughs> oh, middle finger. You, you know, the other day, because you can go on your Google profile and download all of your data for if you're like on your YouTube, you can go see all the comments you've ever left. And I went through all my comments that I was leaving I when I was this. like a 10th grader. And I was like, holy fuck, why was I so angry? I'm just <laughs> mad at everyone. Like, this fucking sucks. Everything. I'm like, Jesus Christ, kid, get a hobby. Yeah. I was like, just deleting a bunch of comments. I was just, nothing that was like too outrageous, but just being negative. Just negative. Well, that's YouTube. Yeah. That's a cultural problem. It's still that way on there. I think that's a teenager problem. Teenagers. Teenagers just, love they, YouTube, so they're just on there being. Being mean. Angsty. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. I want to give you why wedgie. Are you, why are you chewing gum? Idiot. <laughs> literally, though. Yo, no. Straight up, literally, though. On our, on our fucking YouTube, too. People are leaving mean comments on your YouTube? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was an accident too. Like they don't even know the story, but they want to just complain about what the situation at that moment. Oh, okay. it was a guest, and we had already packed up. They had to go to the hospital. We we're like, oh, this is done. So mm-hmm. we're just packing up. We're walking away. The guest comes walking out the door. We're like, fuck, and we race to set everything back up. We're like, oh, we just got here too. <laughs> set everything back up. And fucking do it. But I had gum in my mouth because I thought we're leaving. Yeah. No harm, no foul. They were the people on YouTube were mad about the gum. Oh yeah. Oh, they lost their fucking mind. <laughs> they were about living. The gum. It's just ASMR kids. Get over it. <laughs> You're just che- chewing into the microphone. <laughs> well, I think that was probably more the problem. I'm very unaware. Yeah. Kurt was telling me earlier, he's like, you know, you touch your face a lot. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just don't even know I'm doing it. I was it's touching just my a nervous face like tick. five seconds ago. Exactly. Well, if, but I wash my hands at least. Uh, no. <laughs> That's I swear I want to do a PSA on this podcast. <laughs> if you're watching this right now, first of all, go wash your hands right now. You're nasty. Uh, you're nasty. <laughs> Everyone gets sick. Everyone gets sick because they touch things like a doorknob in public, and then you touch your face. No wonder you're mm-hmm. you have strep throat every three months. Wash your hands, people. <laughs> I, I, that's one of the important things I wanted to say when I got on here. If you give me a platform, I'm like, wash your hands. For the love of God. You start your own podcast, like, what's important with Darby? <laughs> Brush your teeth. Wash your hands. Why are you not doing stuff? Don't shampoo your hair more than three times a week. Or just ever. I haven't shampooed my hair in 15 years. Well, it looks nice years. and shiny. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice, beautiful mane. Whoosh, I need to get it cut. It's getting fucking haggard, but I have literally not have a moment to myself in the past three months. So yeah, I'm just just, just all going all steam ahead. Dude, it's been it's been wild. I'm enjoying it though, mm-hmm. but I wake up way tired. I wake up drooling now. That's a new phenomenon. I've never slept that hard. I always drool when I really? sleep. Really? Yeah, that's something I've always done. It's new to me. I'll be like off the side of my pillow. I wake up. A little rock Jesus. is as go, go, go as Los Angeles is. The second I landed here, Ty picked me up from the airport. They immediately took me to a grindcore show at Vino's. <laughs> and then, oh, that's right. I saw you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then right after that, we're like, oh, we're going to emo night. I was, and I told myself I would never in my life go to an emo night. Uh, and there I was, hostage at emo singing night. Singing along, enjoying yourself. But they didn't play a song I didn't like. That's that's the <laughs> that's the piss that's what pisses me off the most. It's it was like, bizarre though. There's yeah. like all these little kids up on stage. They're like singing the songs. It, you know, if they're having fun at least, whatever whatever it Killing takes. It. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, I got my Waffle House it's because just, I needed my Waffle House. Ugh. They don't have Waffle Houses. No. Oh my god. I think if if you theoretically wanted to go to Waffle House, you'd have to drive to like Phoenix, Arizona. Holy shit. And. I'm going to talk into the camera for this drive. one, too. Th- which camera? This, this camera? One <laughs> Waffle House is so great. They cook the food fresh for you right then and there. It's cheap. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the great equalizer. Everyone is, is the same in Waffle Southern House. Southern hibachi, baby. Southern hibachi. It's beautiful. It. It's the best thing in the world. I love it. Every time I go, I'm like, I don't know why I don't think of this more often. It's 24 hours. Even if it's packed. Maybe you wait you. 30 minutes. They'll Maybe. Get to you. They're yeah. so fast and so efficient. All-star special will get you right. Dude, are you kidding me? I wrap it all up in the waffle like a fat fuck. Really? I make a, I make a burger out of the waffle. 
That's cool. And just ah, ah, the whole shit. I've never shit. actually no. seen anyone do that before. So but Can Yo, you take a video and put that on YouTube <laughs> or sure. something yeah. next time? Also, pro tip, they make a chicken sandwich that rivals anywhere else's chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's on the secret menu. It is. Yeah. But you, I take the buns off and get a waffle, and I tear two of the little <laughs> waffle bits off and eat eat that. I mean, it's no different I'm than disgusting. a Mc, It's no different than a McGriddle. Uh, you know, it's like the same concept. It's kind of it's the same concept. Pancake or a waffle uh-huh. with all the stuff in between. I'm here Ugh. for it. I'm here for it's it. So good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man! Everyone listening, just hit pause. Go. They're on their way to a find a. Go to your maps. Type in Waffle House and Sprint. How far away is Phoenix from you? Probably five hours. I think that sounds about yeah. right. If as long as you can get out of the city. Pretty quick. quick. Then you can get like over there. Like, yeah. Drive through the desert. Mm-hmm. I like the desert. It's, it's cool. beautiful. It's so beautiful. Joshua Tree. Yeah, you've been to is, Joshua Tree? Drove right through the whole fucking thing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's so cool out there. I was like, why does this shit look familiar? Because you see it a billion times. It's on the YouTube I've album seen, cover. <laughs> I saw so fucking many places on that drive where you're like oh they filmed this right here clearly that's where it so is so many music videos so many so music many videos, videos so much thing and i'm driving through and i'm seeing these weird looking trees and i'm like we're somewhere i know we're something i can't think of it what is this and then it dawned on me i was like this is joshua tree this is joshua tree and i look it up and i'm like sure enough i was like yep. fuck yeah dude this is sick yeah no joshua tree's awesome living living in california there's you go like camping out there have you done it yet i have not g- gone yet but i am going camping uh in september nice when it when the weather gets real nice what's it been like there because here it's been a fucking nightmare not too bad you know it depends on if you're in the valley it gets real hot mm. in there but um i'm about 20 minutes 30 minutes from the beach so we get that breeze that comes uh. in high of like you know 86 87 oh, that's fucking with a nice nuts. breeze no that. Yeah, I was not prepared to come back and face the humidity. And like one of the worst summers we've had in five years, too. Yeah. It's 120 feels like yesterday. It's Did you know that? Incredible yesterday yeah. was... An, the humidity hit me like a freight train when I came out of the airport. <laughs> the windows were sweating at the airport. <clears throat> yeah. It's just, it's crazy. But there it's a dry heat, if there even is heat. And it gets down to like mid-60s at oh night. Nice God. breeze. That's the one thing where I feel spoiled is the weather. Ugh. I tweeted uh, yesterday that there is nothing hotter than Arkansas, and I would put that <laughs> on everything. It's the humidity, man. It's it the really, humidity. Like 100 whatever. 100 yeah. not bad, but when you add 70% water to it, it just becomes almost unbearable. I understand now why I had acne while I was living here. Oh, yeah, you, you start sweating immediately. You're you go just, outside your house. You're just a moist human. You're like a you're like a damp <laughs> towel what, everywhere you go. Literally, and everyone is. So you don't even really notice that all of everyone's, everyone's sweating. sweating collectively. You're just kind of looking at each other like, yeah, you're just in you're just in fucking misery. You're like everyone's tired. You're like, I don't know why we're all so tired. The collective grief yeah. that we're all experiencing. But you can take that power because it's a power. It's a superpower, and yeah. go anywhere in the world and be like. Uh, you're being a bit of a bitch. It's only 97. <laughs> yeah. People love that when you're like, oh, you think that's hot? Uh-huh. I'm from here. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. I think the only thing that would rival it has to be desert, in the middle of the desert, like 120 actual degrees. Yeah. that That's weird. I've done that before where we got out of the van because it was 120 something degrees and I just had to experience it. I mm. said, we're going to stop and just stand outside for a second. You got to know what it's like. And... It's weird because the humidity doesn't hit you because there is none. Right. But then you just feel like you're like in a microwave mm-hmm. or something. Like your it's skin starts like 
sizzling and vibrating. Would you do that Death Valley? Were you in Death Valley? It was on our last West Coast tour. I think it was in between Phoenix and Los Angeles, or okay. or, or New Mexico, or somewhere in there. It's like all desert. It's all it's all desert. It all looks the same. It's so crazy. Yeah. Minus like some of the the bigger mountain, like flat top mountain. What are those things? I don't even know. Just those. They look like tree stumps, plateaus. but they're mountains. No, the, yeah, the big like plateaus. Plateaus, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They're just strange looking. They're just out there in the middle of a. The hundred miles of shit, and there's just this big giant flat rock That's out there. That's where they go film movies where they're like on Mars yeah. or in space. Yep. They just go do it in the desert. I mean, it looks like space out there. Yeah, yeah. It's just craters and shit. It's probably what it's from. Spe- speaking of space, I was afraid. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we can talk about whatever. Yeah, I was afraid. Astronaut of space. on the flyer. Most Pretty of our cool songs flyer. are about space stuff. Mm. Yeah, I like the I like the flyer. Our buddy from Memphis did it for us. Pretty cool. I like how we have the two colors for the two days. Two colors, two days. Crazy sets of bands. Which the shows already happen at this point, right? No. By the time this oh, comes yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was phenomenal. My Lord. Yeah, we did great. Y'all did amazing. We didn't All mess the bands up anything. Amazing. We didn't hit any wrong notes. I told you Zash was fucking badass, man. Yeah, they windmilled, yeah. kicked me in the head. All, all Everyone <laughs> in that band. Everyone, just everyone. They're like, get him. I have five concussions. <laughs> I'm happy about all of the new young heavy bands. Wait till you see it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's mystical feeling. It's like... You walk in a venue, you've been playing with, you know, you've been going there 20 years, mm-hmm. myself anyway, and it's just, most faces are just brand new. It's great. I mean, that's what you hope for in a music scene. Yeah. You know, when I think that you were kind of in the group of people that were right before I was coming in with yeah. my group of people, but back then it wasn't like that as much where it was like a really, only a handful of people were really engaged in that local heavy music scene. Um, but now it's like more and more people are coming. Hardcore is having a big moment in time yep. and heavy music's having, you know, more of a mainstream type thing. So I'm really happy about it and I'm happy that it's translating to good shows and touring bands being taken care of. Love, oh, last night, uh, the two touring bands from stage were like, this place is special. Y'all don't even realize how bad so most places are. Was it Squint and Squint Sign and Language? Sign Language. They Sunday Drive it. Records. Shout out to Sunday Drive, our Shout record out, label. That's right. Yep. Shout yep. out to them. Still follow them to this day. Yeah. Those bands are great. And They squ- are great. I wish that I was able to go last night. Uh, <coughs> I was surprised you weren't, actually. So the second I got here, my grandmother passed away. Fuck. Yeah. But I'm so sorry, man. It's okay. She That's lived tough. a very long, happy life. Okay, and, good. And I'm happy that I'm not in California. I'm actually here. Oh, right. So I spent yesterday with my family, spending time with them, and then I helped right. them today to go start working on our house for the estate sale and right, stuff. But, right. you know, if there ever was a timing in which that was going to take place, like, I'm happy that I'm able to be here and support my family and, and be yeah. with them during that. But, you know, I just unfortunately had to miss because of that. Man. But. That. I'll see them some other time. I'm sure, 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 yeah. Well, your label mates, you'll be. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure we'll play with them at some point. We'll we'll play more shows. I hope so. Yeah, you're gonna I want try to. to like start maybe doing some. Well, we'll go to like Oklahoma and play three nights, and then you know do that. What I want them to come doing. to Los Angeles. I don't see why they wouldn't. Well, they, Evans, they're like, really good. If you pay for our flights, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> two grand a ticket. That's the tough thing about flying out of Arkansas is that you it's, goes nowhere. It has to be a connecting flight. Uh-huh. I there's no direct flights out beyond like 
major Which is southern so fucking stupid like we have all the land you could ever imagine i know just bulldoze that old piece of shit and build a new one like our airport is trash anyway yeah it used to be it used to fly internationally and they downgraded they downgraded it. it i don't know the why. planes got bigger i think is what it was mm-hmm. the the weight of the airplane on the tarmac at least i, I remember that's how they explained it, it. Was too the much. planes way too much now interesting yeah yeah i wish that you could get easy direct flights to, to LA it, or to can't you know. do it. I mean, you can barely get a direct flight to Dallas. Yeah. And most times it's like a little puddle jumper, you yeah. know, it's like two props. You're in there with nine people. You're like, we're all going to die. That, that's how it was <laughs> on this flight. When I came in, I connected in Denver and then got on one where you basically have to walk onto the tarmac. <laughs> Dude, those are the worst. It's <laughs> like, isn't really no one's going here. All right. No, it's it's eighteen people show up. It's no one's yeah. And no one's still, here. six of them were babies that were crying <laughs> somehow. And the noise cancellation headphones somehow cannot handle that frequency. They can't. Cancel it's too that. high. Yeah, it's too yeah. high of a pitch for sure. It cuts through the music I'm listening to and the noise cancellation. Goodness. But yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to get them out there to play. That would be fun. But That'd be sick. Definitely want to do some more shows. I mean, Evan owns a van now. True. So a lot of people owning vans. We're like adults now. It's weird. It's weird we all grew up and have stuff we that have we always jobs. dreamed we wanted. But what's weirder is we can't utilize those things like we could have when we were younger. Yeah. That's the thing is when you are young and in you know, talking to people who might listen to this and who are eighteen to twenty three and are wanting to be in bands, like just go for it. Go hard, tire yourself out, yep. like spend those nights on the floor. Because once you're 29 or 30 years old, you're not going to want to do that anymore. It hurts. I, as much as I want those things all the time, I just like, I have to be realistic and go, there's no fucking way I could sleep. I wouldn't. I can't. I wouldn't just, do it. it. You know, on the rocks every night. I need I would, a very, very particular hurt. set of sleeping conditions. And I can't sleep in cars or on planes. Oh, you're so fucked. <laughs> so, I, I mean, even back then, I, I never once... I don't think I've ever slept in the van on a tour in my entire life. Are you serious? And I'm I'm still tired. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I have to stay vigilant because the second I close my eyes, I'm like, "Yeah, we're about to die, right?" Uh huh. I think that's the anxiety talking. That's anxiety. They got medication for that now. It's called sponsored by it's Pfizer. Alcohol. You just <laughs> drink till you pass out and go. You got it. Okay, buddy. See yeah. you later. Glug, glug, glug. It used to be weed, but then you smoke enough of it and then it doesn't, it's not fun anymore. I can't anymore. do weed anymore. Yeah. I, 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 gave I stopped it up. recently. Did you? And Me it was too. so hard. It was so difficult, but now I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. I was doing it for like, you know, coping with the pandemic. And then, uh, you know, it's obviously legal in California. You can just walk to the corner store and buy it. And uh, so I was smoking for four years straight. And then I realized, like, man, it, feels like I'm try- trying to suck air through a straw. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like my cardio is healthy. So yep. I made a, made it a point to cut it cold turkey, and I've been uh, off it for about a week and a half. Oh, so very recent. Very recent. But I feel better. If I, I think it was a good thing because if you do it so much that it just makes you feel nasty, then there's I, no point doing it. I was smoking, and then I switched to edibles, which I liked for a long time. Great calm down. Yeah. Great good sleep. The problem with edibles is it lasts a it lot lasts longer. It lasts too fucking long. It's I like started waking to, up. like cut high. out your day. Yeah. So yeah, I would do it at night Yeah. when I go to sleep. Yeah. But I would wake up and be like, ah, I'm kind of sh- shittier than like, I was. Your eyes are like all groggy. Mm-hmm. You can't wake up. And you had, you know, cotton mouth all night. You didn't take any water in. So you, yeah. And I just gave it up. 
I just yeah. like fuck it, and then it's I, better that way not to feel dependent upon any type of thing outside of yourself. Yeah, which you know also kind of sucks. I have a hard time getting to sleep. Once I get to sleep, I'm okay, but getting yeah. there is just ugh. just thoughts. It's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like just keep spiraling on different things, not oh. necessarily in a bad way, but just random things. Oh, well, I, I like uh, uh, I've recently learned how to MIDI map drums in. In, you my, see in my it dog, in your, eye, your mind. Well, and then, I, and then I, and then I like it took me five fucking hours just to learn that I saw shit I've never seen. I've had I've been using Logic the whole the whole time basically. Yeah, and I saw things in that software I've never seen. The guy was like, "Push this button and do this," and it pops up, and I'm like, "There it is." <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, he's like, "Pull out this little sliding thing, and there's a little cable going to be attached to it." And you're like, "What, what? in the fuck?" That's the thing about learning your DAW is that. You know, I've been working on Studio One for the past seven plus years, and I'm still every day learning new it's things crazy. about it and like making macros and shortcuts and doing all that stuff. It, so it's I'm, infinite, nearly. It, it's infinite, and most dolls are all caught up to each other where they're all kind of the same. You just pick the flavor you like. I like yeah. mine because it's just built into the Mac. It's just, you know, there. It's just there. Boom. It's you like, just do um, it. It's based off of GarageBand's like it's, skeleton. Yeah, it's, right? it's yeah, it's just on steroids because yeah. it does all the stuff. You, you know, it, infinite shit apparently. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm in there doing that, and I'm like, how does this software even work? This is so crazy. <laughs> the people that build this are geniuses. Yeah, even the free ones like Reaper and shit. It's all like it's all like uh, crowd based. You know, where people just kind of add source. the open source. There yeah. you go. Mm -hmm. uh, what the fuck? And it and it works great. It's awesome. I know a lot of people that I use Reaper. I wish we had that when I was like in high school. Like I think the best we had a free thing was Audacity, and it didn't do anything. Cakewalk. If you bought the mixer, like when yeah, I was, but yeah. it, it, it was mixer based. You had to buy that for the damn software to work. Dude, that's why people are able to put out so much stuff now. Is that the technology is so accessible? Uh, Logic can, works on iPads now. Yeah, you can you cool. can do full, full albums full on your phone. Yeah, and it's and it sounds great. Instrumentation, I I can turn on GarageBand and there's a guitar there. I can just play a note. Yep, there it is. Record yeah. the democratization of great creation is great. Yeah, except for AI is creeping up and AI I'm, is not going to do shit for anything, dude. They well, already I, can just infinite do everything. I work, I work with this in my day-to-day -day job. What, and AI? AI. music? No, no, just just AI in general. Like, I work in tech, so a lot. Of, uh, it's the biggest buzz thing for everyone. But Good, set my mind at ease, because I'm like, oh, it's taking I, everything. I will set your mind at ease that I don't think that we'll ever see like true generative artificial intelligence within our lifetime oh like awake like so all you're sentient. seeing from chat gpt or these other sites is it's just, just pilfering it's just google yeah it's literally just takes what's, what's on the internet mm -hmm. and will spit out an answer and it's and i like the fact that there's you know intelligent queries for for things like that now but it'll never you know create art that has never been created before it'll never do things that aren't already loaded inside of it from you know works that other people have done it's basically like the plagiarism tool is what <laughs> artificial intelligence is oh well that's a, that's that's not good too then right yeah because so, it's just going to be allowable because the tech companies own fucking everything yeah no so there's just there's going to be no restrict there's going to be no restriction to that oh well it's like the drake song thing that you know oh for the the, the voice well, AI once it's stuff. out once it's out it's out it's there forever there's yeah. no putting that back in the box yeah 
But I think that, um, you know, ultimately AI is, is not as powerful as people are worried that it is, which I think hopefully would make people feel a little bit better. But it, the capabilities are not as extensive as people think it might be. It's Still, not going to be like the Terminator, Skynet type um, shit. I mean... We can work on that, though, if we want to. We can work on uh, making Skynet. No let's, no, let's not do that. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, whatever, but blow we up the world. Of money. The sun's going to blow up the world eventually, but it's not right That's now. True. That's true. You know, like, like three billion years from now, fine. Okay, good. Maybe we'll be star I'm only going to live one then. billion That's years, right. so I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I'm only going to be stardust for a while, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I just, it's already too convenient. I can go on there and be like, image. Pop! Oh, what was in my brains right there in front of me? I didn't have to hire anybody. That there I are think a it's few industries ruin some like real that. industries. Yeah, I think for um, you know junior designers, it's going to be tough for that industry because you can do like thumbnails of graphic designs very yeah. quickly, and a lot of the junior designers they cut their teeth doing you know just the that grunt like work. the grunt work yeah. that that maybe theoretically can be taken by that. I kind of had that thought the other day. The only thing that's going to be left after a while is going to be the pros. So you have to become a pro first. Yeah. Well, a lot free. of industries are aware of that though. And they realize like, Hey, if we start using this, then we're going to run out of people that we're bringing up from the bottom up and training over time that are becoming the professionals. So I think that there's going to be um, regulations, maybe not regulations, but industry like self, standards self put in place of uh -huh. like, hey, if we use this and we're not going to be growing our own talent and then it's not going to be able to do the, do the bigger they, things. Do you think they give a fuck most? Because well, the big one's like, look at the acting shit right now. The strike they're on, the AI is the big contingency part. Yeah. I wonder, because you know Disney doesn't give a fuck. They already said it. Yeah. They got caught saying it. Yeah. They don't actually care about any of those people. Well, all corporations essentially just think of uh, just people as a resource. Line. Yeah, it's just a resource. Yeah. But creative professionals and creative fields mm. have a little bit more of um, a mindset about that. Cause, but, you know, the people at the top of those studios, they're just corporate people. They're well, just suits. In perfect world, it would be like, okay, fine. You're allowed to feel that way. But to watch it crumble would be delicious. <laughs> to watch yeah. Disney just fall down would we'll be love awesome. That. You know, I drive by because I, I live because in Hollywood and I drive by let, the strikes all the time. Let a company like, oh, exactly. Yeah. See, yeah. Let a company that is like yours come up because theirs comes down. Like the shift of it all. Yeah. Maybe level the playing field a little bit. Could definitely happen because mm, even now. That's a nice way to look at it. When you see people write things through chat GPT, mm -hmm. um, it's, you can immediately tell like, this is clearly written by AI. My <laughs> fucking is, child. This is not yeah. how a human being fucking mm -hmm. talks. And so I've people thought that who write myself. their emails through chat GPT end up looking like dumbasses because like you haven't, you wrote me through an AI. You couldn't have written your own words. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing, but I, I don't think that it's going to Skynet us anytime soon. Yeah, we'll do that to ourselves. Well, we got that handle. Yeah, we have yeah, nukes. Yeah, yeah. We got bombs. Well, guys, we're fine. We'll blow <laughs> ourselves up. That's no big deal. Dude. Yeah. What's that like going by all the strikes and stuff? I always give them the, the, Dun, 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 honks, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're always out there. And who's the most famous person you've seen out on the picket line? On the picket line, I drove by and saw Will Arnett. Fuck and, yeah! And he was in a he was in a hat, but sure. I could, you can't mistake his face. Got a very unique face. Do you want to hear the three celebrity sightings that I've had? It was so already far? gonna fucking. I was already gonna okay. ask it. So it's one of my favorite things. I'll start. I'll start with like uh, in order of uh, ascending. Um, 
I saw Thundercat at the Trader Joe's, famous <laughs> bass player. And, uh, at Trader Joe's. At Trader Joe's, he was coming out. Um, you just tapped him on the shoulder be like, I know who you are. No, I didn't I didn't say anything you to You didn't him. say, aw. Yeah, because that's the thing is like, you know, there's still people. And they are. I don't know him. day-to-day life. I, I don't know it. him, so I didn't want to bother him. But it was cool to be like, oh, that's Thundercat. And then I went and got some soup dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hey, how was your date? Met Thundercat or saw Thundercat? And it had cool. soup dumplings. <laughs> and then um, we were out eating at a seafood restaurant, and I saw Leslie Jordan. Do you know him? He's a little guy. He's a little guy that talks yeah, like yeah. this. He passed away recently, unfortunately. R.I.P. R.I.P. to him. But he, he was, was like just, the pandemic savior. That I know, little man. He's, he's he was so, so awesome. Uh, but he's just sitting there. Will in the Grace. Corner. He was he's on, on Will yeah. Grace. And he's just, just eating his eating his plate That's of food. Awesome. I left him alone. I'm not going to talk to someone while they're eating food. Yeah, that one's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. But here's here's the craziest one. So me and my boyfriend were at the Fairfax High School Market. It's just a Sunday market with vendors and food okay, cool. and stuff like that. Um, grabbed a plate of food. We went and sat down at a table kind of far away from people. Um, there was a band in the courtyard that was just covering stuff, and they started playing Paramore. And I started singing the song, and I turned to the person sitting right next to us, and we started singing it together, the Paramore song. And it was Jennifer Lopez. What the fuck? And sitting across from her was Ben Affleck. Holy shit. And, and their family. And they're just chilling. No security. They're just having Jamaican food and hanging You're out. You're singing Paramore with... Yeah. I sang Paramore with Jennifer Lopez. So I guess I can put that <laughs> duet with J-Lo on my resume. But... <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like talk to them beyond that, but we were like we sang a few lines together. You just have the moment and go. That's ah, fucking yeah. awesome. That that was one where I was like, okay, that was fucking crazy. That really was. <laughs> that was wild. But beyond that, you know, not not too many of those like A list type. Like, yeah, I mean, that's you know, there's a reason their houses are so big. They don't leave a lot. Yeah, like I was surprised that they were like out and about on the town with their family and stuff. They're probably to that age where they're like, fuck this. We have to go do stuff. Yeah, I think, you know. Plus their relationship to seems people. to be an actually decent one because like, they broke up and then they're back together. And Yeah, they have a bunch of kids. Yeah. They have like three kids. Yeah. So And they were all there running around the table. That's awesome. What? Yeah. A, now that's crazy. That, that one did kind of blow my mind. And that was uh, four blocks from my house, too. Just right there in the neighborhood. Sick. But yeah, J Lo, me and her, we're maybe we're gonna write an album. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah, been, yeah. We've been our agents have been talking back and forth, so we'll see what happens. I've had a, I've had a few good run-ins, but only because yeah. Who's I the work. most famous celebrity that you've seen? Uh, the well, the most famous. I mean, I've worked or most with so notable many. to you. Uh, well, I mean, I've actually worked with Paramore. I've worked mm-hmm. with so many bands and actors from all this production stuff I've done. So I've met a lot of famous people, but mm-hmm. the most famous, at least to people my age, I was going to play a show in Texas and I was at a fucking random ass gas station in the middle Whoa. of nowhere. Yeah. And I walked through the door and the guy holding the door and I go, Hey, thanks. No problem. Walks right. Walk in. I get to the next door and I go, what the fuck? I turn around and he's in his truck leaving. It was Troy Aikman Whoa, from the Dallas Cowboys. What? I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck!" Like, "Oh my god, I have to go!" And I, just, I could not get out of the fucking because the it was like one of those two door things where like there's like the big foyer. <laughs> I couldn't get out there fast enough to be like, "Please hold on, please." Wait. But while wow, he held the door for you, yeah. Oh, nice as fuck. Well, he owns car dealerships. Yeah, I guess he was just between places. So Troy Aikman has done something for you. Absolutely. 
But what have you done for Troy Aikman? Watched uh, his entire fucking career when I was a child with I my dad. I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he the TV been a, ratings. Yeah, the ratings. <laughs> the ratings were high. Back then, unstoppable. America's team. Back they then. won everything. Yeah. And they were on our television every fucking Sunday, whenever they were playing. It was mm-hmm. a guarantee. Dad's got the newspaper circling fucking helmets. Who's going to win? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess do you you grew up here in central Arkansas? For the most part, yeah. Yeah. I always felt like that was like the football team that people adopted around here was We, we didn't Cowboys. have nothing. You either had yeah. the Hogs, which of course, but that's just college. Yeah. And at the time college football was not near the craziness that it is now. Yeah. And so it was just yeah, you were either that or for some odd reason there was a lot of Kansas City Chiefs fans, which again is kind of adjacent. Yeah, now people really like the Chiefs all over. My little brother is obsessed with them. And then the two basketball teams when I was a kid was the Charlotte Hornets and the Bulls, which was like the Jordan era. So, of course, yeah. the Bulls. They yeah. were everybody's favorite fucking team. For sure. Unless you lived in a place. And Scottie Pippen from Arkansas. From Arkansas. That was yeah. probably more the reason he yeah, was part definitely. of the team. I always like it when there's like an Arkansas connection. Like uh, Golden State has Jordan Poole and uh, Lakers have We Austin. make some fucking... Great what's, athletes. what's the kid's name from that's on the Lakers? Austin. Uh, I don't know. I would. I just found this out the other day that there's a kid on. In, I can't remember. Yeah, because that was on at Vino's really and good, Mark though. watches sports all the time, and I yeah. don't. I'm not a sports person. But he's like, oh, that's all. And I was like, I assume he's from here because y'all keep talking about him. He goes, yeah, he's from. I was like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that's how it is. We've had some of the biggest musicians of all time, great fucking athletes, actors. You know, I mean. It's wild. There's a lot of talent comes out of here, but they leave here and they go, uh, no, I'm not from there. I'm not. They're like, no, it's unfortunate that you do have to leave, but you yeah, should always you carry it leave. in your heart. Now it's not as bad. The internet yeah. made everything accessible, but it's like doing this. It is a hindrance. Yeah. Because we just don't have the access like you would somewhere else. For sure. We can do it in a studio. But it's like getting someone here or or we're a pass-through state. You know that. We've always been a pass-through sure. state for tours, bands, and stuff. So you're trying to get this guest. And they're like, man, it's like day fucking 27. I'm fucking tired. It's like, we'll buy you water and drinks and whatever you want. <laughs> and an Uber. And they're just like, maybe. We've had a lot of good maybes, though. Goddamn. Yeah. A lot of good maybes. Well, I will say this. It is a double-edged sword where, you know, sometimes that, you know, Arkansas gets passed over and looked over. But at the same time, being that it's a small pond, mm-hmm. when people do come through, you get way more access to them than you ever would. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I was thinking about that, you know, in terms of like all the shows that Evan booked when we were teenagers and all these bands that are massive, massive bands that, you know, we're friends with them. <laughs> but if we had maybe lived in a big city, like we You'd might not have ever, you know, been responsible for having them stay at our house right he wouldn't have been responsible for booking a show and so you know it's uh, it's a give and take but sometimes I there's mean, some good parts I'm, about living i'm here. still friends with the mayday parade guys because of yep. that exact thing yep. every time they came here as their first band and we, if you lived in new york do you think that you would have been able never, to no fuck no you wouldn't have been able to talk to them because no, they would have they been have backstage a green room, they have their own place to stay there no it, hundred percent. And I've met a lot of people like that. They're just probably one of the bigger ones that I'm just like, I could go up to and be like, Hey bud. And like, Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up Brooks? Yeah. Or like a band like knocked loose. Exactly. Uh, what's crazy is that, uh, I realized that Brian from knocked loose 
we started working out together recently and he we go to the gym together but i didn't realize he lives four blocks from me that's awesome he, he posted uh like a coffee shop in my neighborhood that he was there i was like bro you you're in town he's like i live here and then, <laughs> and, and then i sent him a screenshot of like where i was on the map and then he sent back and we're like we live like right next to each other so we started hanging out and um Sick. and uh working out and stuff when he's not on tour but it's cool you know we might have not ever been friends if uh i hadn't lived in arkansas it's you never point, know man it's a good point you do have yeah because they're they get here they're bored they're like or if they're little <laughs> They yeah. got like, hey, can we sleep where you do the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, people need a place to sleep. They still need places to sleep, most of them. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm. Yeah, we did that one night, and I was like, we're going to die here. <laughs> I don't feel. And I usually don't care, but I was like, this person's going to murder us in our sleep. Just There's a been some too sketchy off. scenarios where people are a little bit too, like they want you to stay at their house a little bit too much. And you're like, what's going on? Are you going to kill us? I get excitement because I would be excited too, especially when you're young. You're just like, fuck yeah. it, this is so sick. The worst part's when they invite you back. You're like, oh yeah, you can stay here. And that's where the house party is afterwards. Mm. Oh, you're like, my God, no, no, please. I'm just so tired. I just, just want to sleep. <laughs> or like there's cat, like cat litter all over the floor where you have to put your sleeping bag up. There's so many strange scenarios you get yourself into uh do you live in an apartment yeah i have an apartment apartments are like kind of like the thing out there right most yeah, people are if you want to buy a house out gotta there gotta be a millionaire it literally in my neighborhood the house is for a tiny house two two bed one bath 700 Four square foot dollars. no yard it starts at a million that's fucking and a down so payment stupid. on that that's is like two hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah, yeah. Quarter million dollars just to live in a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, like an old, really old house with no AC. <laughs> oh, yeah. A million dollars. Yeah, a million dollars. So yeah, most uh, most people live in apartments. So how do you have band practice in a place like that? I'm sure there is there rehearsal studios. Okay, so they're, that's like they're common. they're all over and they're pretty cheap. And a lot of those places, um, especially in North Hollywood, there's a bunch of rehearsal studios. They have drum kits set up. They have oh, gear you, that you can just be like, oh hey, I need you this just and this. Walk in and fucking play. And it's like. 20 bucks an hour and or maybe a little bit less you split it with your bandmates yeah and uh they're all soundproof rooms like i mean you know how like the old practice space kind of hear like barely anything yeah Yeah. but um yeah so we're not practicing in anyone's house or like in the apartment i was like yeah what are you doing like all right keep it down you get shirts on everything (laughs) yeah let's practice quiet the 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 complex says we can have practice from five to seven billy i don't know why you're bitching (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but i I like my apartment a lot i we want to move into a place where we have like a balcony because we Mm. don't have like an outdoor space just got a window or something just just windows big high ceilings which is good and big windows but i wanted like a balcony to go chill on just go chill yeah yeah I get that. Watch the city happen. Maybe see some crazy things. Watch the sunset. I bet My the sunsets are quiet. crazy. The the neighborhood that I'm in, um, I'm directly in between Santa Monica and okay. Melrose. Oh, um, which is a pretty poppin' touristy yeah. kind of area. But swanky in, in the neighborhoods, like pretty quiet. Like you know, it's not like people screaming and yelling. We are not on the main drag of things people yeah. want to see. Yeah, and the yeah. tourists aren't walking up into the nah. houses and the neighborhoods and stuff. They're like, where did this, where does this person at, you know, like, where's this shop? <laughs> the TMZ vans uh, oh that are rolling God. around. It's always so funny when in, you're in the neighborhood, you're just walking to get a coffee, and you see 
the topless double decker vans that the have tour vans the tour vans with a bunch of like people from other countries i always like wave at them really big because i want to be nice but it's just it's funny that they're like wow look at this and like look at the homeless person that's passed out in front of the creation smoothie uh-huh. they're at, taking pictures wow look at the trash can that's on fire you know they go back home to their country and they're like this place is the crazy and they think you know, because you kind of get, this is what it is. This is all of America. All of America is just like this place. Yeah. It's the craziest place in the world. There's just people in the street. It's, <laughs> There's it's, shops every inch. It's unique. It's, it's unique. I always wonder what, like, people from, like, someone coming from, like, Taiwan, like, what do they think about this place? Are they think Probably it's the like, same thing we think when we go there. Like, is this real? Yeah. You like, know? Wow. People live like this? The culture shock must be insane you you can just go to a gas station and they have infinite stuff Mm -hmm. my buddy lives overseas and he's like the one thing that's truly unbelievable is the gas stations here he comes here he forgets because he stays gone for like five years at a time Mm -hmm. and he'll come back and go oh yeah these are supermarkets where i'm at you know yeah no you can get everything in there everything he's like they have more options in a gas station in america than they do in most Anywhere you can go for in a lot of people, country. the gas stations are their grocery store. In yeah. small towns, like this, they don't have a lot of fresh food and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you have to get your stuff at get big gas stations. Yeah, That's Bucky's. Wild. So don't even get me started. <laughs> I'm sure people talk Bucky's. about Bucky's on this podcast constantly. Well, everyone loves it. I don't. I'm anti it's, the fucking it's Bucky. Fine. It's, it's whatever. Sure, it's fine. But now they're gonna build one in Sling County. Here? Yes. Not in Little Rock. No, Arkansas? no, in Benton. That like, makes, it makes sense to have it out there. It does, doesn't it? But that's crazy also, that it's actually expanding into Arkansas. But also, the traffic there already is ass. Yeah. And it's going to be the worst shit in the world. Because most of them are in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But Benton is no longer the middle of nowhere. It's the middle of somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking city now. And between Benton, Bryant, and Little Rock... And then North, it just like never all ends. One thing. It's all one thing. Yeah, back back when I was in high school, they were much more separated. Between, oh, most even between people, Benton and Bryant was more of a separation. Most people didn't even know that they were in Bryant. Yeah. You, you would talk to them because that's where I lived, and they were like, "Where's Bryant?" And we're like, "You're in it. <laughs> it's two miles wide, so you blink and you're gonna miss the town." Yeah, it's longer, but it interstate wise, it's only like two point five miles wide or something before you're in Benton. Yeah. So most people just think they're it's Little Rock Benton. I used to hang out there all the time in high school because I had my little metalcore buddies out there. Hell Shout yeah, out to dude. Austin Kimbrough, Travis Ferguson. <laughs> Shout out to Bryant, uh, the band, the the marching band out there. I just remember that was everyone was obsessed with the marching bands. I'm like, okay, well, you could hear them practice at night. Yeah, when I when I was younger, the, like the town was so small, you could hear the speedway at night, and you could hear the, the band speedway, practicing at night. <laughs> it's gone. Oh. Yep. Rest in peace. We've speedway. lost all of our stuff. We've really lost our culture here in Arkansas. It's just Walmarts and goddamn fucking Bucky's gas stations. Man, driving through Little Rock in the past couple of days, there are, things have changed. There changed. has been a lot of change. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of like, um, just you know, stores replaced with new stores, but also like this weird interchange highway stuff that oh, they that's did going to be, have you seen the 40 thing that they're doing with the, the new bridges and shit? Oh, new bridges. No, I haven't. They're, it's going to be eight lanes both ways. It's the third. It's that's the what third we need. Busiest, More lanes. What's the third busiest. In, yeah. Those don't really. That's I thought everyone understood traffic. that that's not really yeah. like what you should do. 
But that section where they all cross where 30 and 40 meet is the third busiest. My friend used to work for the Highway State Department. His dad was like the main purchaser for all the land and shit when they mm-hmm. had to build new highways. And he was telling me that's the third busiest intersection. The east and west merge there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fucking pure craziness when they're done. They're building two new bridges like in the water right now. You can go and see the cranes. It looks insane down there. Is Little Rock growing? Like, is that why they're like redoing uh, everything? Yeah. yeah. It's growing like a weed. Yeah. Yeah. And Conway apparently is too. Now it just overtook uh, North Little Rock population wise. Conway did? Yeah. I used to live there too. Conway looks different too. It's yeah. all painted and nice, and it doesn't feel as sludgy as it once did. Like, Oak Street's like a place you want to be now. Oh, man. Shout out to Soundstage. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. R-R-P. Rest in peace. Well, that's where Full Moon Records is right down the street from there. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was in Soundstage. No, no, that's no, That's like no, a no. salon now. It is. It is some weird thing. Yeah. Well, I, I've been seeing some cool shows happen at the record store, Full it's Moon. It's fucking awesome. I don't know if you'll have a chance to go by there while you're here, but I don't know if I'll be in. Conway it's like for a vinyl reason. record store during the day, and then at night he pushes everything off to the sides, and it becomes a venue. Didn't they do something like that in Bryant back in the day? <sighs> MF Metal. MF Metal. Yeah, didn't last, man. It's a bummer. Yeah, they had some banger ass shows though. Knocked Loose was there. <laughs> so Vice played crazy. there. There were some good shows there. Um, I was afraid covered corn there. <laughs> we covered blind or like the first like minute and a half of that song the first minute and a half everyone it's just the intro you just got to do the intro are you <laughs> best intro dude first band first album first song name a better fucking you can't it, it just opening that way is just killer it's the best first minute of a band's first anything ever period I agree. It is. It, it's still this day it. makes me go, fuck yeah, bitch. <laughs> I am ready. Let me, we're someday flipping, flipping a table over. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tables, you like my table? Yeah, this is really nice. It's the old Vino stage. Oh, wow. That's the one I was telling you about the other night yeah. when I saw you. Yeah. That's, this is history. It, well, now we're telling the history on top of the history. On top of the history. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. Even as far back as like, you know, late 80s, early 90s, like, Motley Crue played on this. I mean, Green Day played yeah, on this. It's as many I things as you hit can the think. No, table. yeah. Well, I it might hear in the mics, but they no. will. Don't, don't, don't. I do it. It happens. Yeah. Whoever's wearing headphones, watch this. Sorry. <laughs> we get Especially sued. the ones that add the bass. Yeah. If you're if you're wearing Beats by Dre headphones, you might want to uh-huh. take them off because I'm gonna flip the table over. I, those are the ones I wear. Actually, they make those comfortable over the ear, mm-hmm. and I've had them for like two years, and they still work. Sorta. Well, I do. I'm in construction, so they're they oh, get okay. fucking dropped and stepped on and dust. I, oh, the dust is like the little microphones barely even work on them. Yeah, yeah, they're just so full of shit. <laughs> yeah, I've been using those AirPod <coughs> Pros. Everyone, I see everyone with those now. I like them, but they've already started. I've had them for about two years, and they're starting to get weird. Like where one of them sometimes doesn't connect. Uh huh. But the noise cancellation. Top notch. Top notch. Yeah. The only thing well, it doesn't get babies. You know, it's, it's this fucking big. How how long can something that big that's electronic last, really? Right, yeah. You know, I get the phones and shit. Everybody gets mad, the batteries, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the fucking thing is the size of half your thumb. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, these companies don't make things to last because they need to sell things quarterly you know where to that drive started? profits. Y'all want a fucking history lesson right yeah. here on fucking Corey's History Corner? Wait, tell it to the camera. Wait, tell it to your camera. 
light bulb manufacturers started that. GE. Mm. They all got together one day. Fuck you, Edison. Uh-huh. They all got together one day and decided these things last too long. You know, there's a bulb that it's like been on for 110 yeah. years. Yeah. They used to last too long. And planned obsolescence was thought up in that meeting. And it has trickled through economy Basically after economy. Basically destroyed the planet. You know with what? With pollution and waste. Yeah, extra bullshit. All because we need return customers. Yeah. Because everything is about driving quarterly profits. Right. And your shareholders the infinite need better money profits. Game. Yeah, because yeah. making a million dollars every year, the same million, isn't enough. Right. You got to make. Well, now we got one point two, one point three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Until now, we're like, well, we need to make seven hundred billion dollars this year. Yeah, and if you think about it, you know, money is actually a finite resource. Yeah. And every year they want to make more of it and stash more away from everyone else constantly. That's and the- we wonder why the lower class has. Less and less and less well, that's resources the every year. If I had a big ass corporation like Apple, yeah. wouldn't you want to flex hard ass muscle on everyone and be like, no more this problem, pluck? Now everyone's a fan of ours, period. Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't you just <laughs> want to be like, like isn't that going to drive sales? Like, you, they paid for poverty. What the fuck? Give me two iPhones, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> if, I mean, but then we run into the the corptocracy <laughs> where the corporations are actually I mean, the we're already fucking doing which that. Which is what it is already. Yeah, that's already what it is. I don't, I don't even know if that's the real word, corptocracy. I think Corporatocracy, that's it. Yeah. Idiocracy. Yeah, everyone watched that movie. That's we're just the intro. <laughs> My we're judge li- was like, I didn't know we were making a fucking documentary. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Mike Judge, rest in peace, Dale. Oh, dude, rest yeah, in peace, let's Dale. have a moment. Damn. I'm going to pour the Diet Coke out. Do it. <laughs> Here, I got a rag. <laughs> It'll be funny. Do it. Okay. Report- this is for Dale. On a Fast X rag. All right. I, I got it on myself. That's, that's okay, okay, though. But that's for Dale. Rest in peace. Pocket sand, baby. Pocket sand. <laughs> right in the camera. <laughs> Dude, if we have thought about that first, and just throw some sand at the fuck. With this camera, not Kurt's, because that one's expensive. Do we have access to special effects? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was saying, maybe we could do something. We could talk to Dylan Bradley. He's pretty good at it. Yeah. If we can get some like CGI sand flying at the camera, that would be awesome. He's a, he's a wizard with fucking simple effects like that. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with who he is, but he's somebody you should check out. Any Given Room is his band, and they are oh, fucking cool. phenomenal. Another another band that I've been seeing their name a lot, and they're always on posters, but yeah. haven't been here to see them. I don't know why, but I love them. You don't know why? I don't know why. They just Their music, it just it's in, my, it's in me. It I just love you. it. Yep. It's energetic. Well, they're just talented as a motherfucker, and they're doing something that no one else is doing. It's what just kind of different. music is it? I don't know. Pop rock. Yeah. You know, if it's I had to put a... Rocks. I don't think because it's not punk. I think it's more rock based inspired, and they have some heavier stuff, and they have some stuff that's just a straight up pop song. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And they're all gifted. I mean, it's ridiculous. Talented as a motherfucker. Yeah, I love that band. That's right. Ah, uh, yeah. They're all in music, also. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, you should check out any. <laughs> just do a plug. I was afraid. Other bands? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what about I was afraid? Well, we got the history lesson last time. I'm just, I'm just excited that you're here and it's about to happen. Like we get, what is it? This weekend? Yeah, Friday, Saturday. That's so sick. 18th, 19th, Vinos and Whitewater. 
And also, just it feels good to be back in those rooms as well. You yeah. know, I, I went to Vino's. On, Did you just have like a flood of? Yeah. Like those endorphins. You're like, man, this feels good and co like a familiar yeah. hug. Because on uh, Friday we went to Vino's, and then on Saturday we went to Whitewater just just to hang out. And just being back uh, in those rooms, it feels great because you know I grew up, especially grew up in Vino's. Yeah. And uh, Whitewater, that was the place. Like after you know we got a little bit older, that was another home base of yep. great shows, good music, good people. So I think it's very, it makes sense to do the shows at those two locations. Absolutely. Rather than doing something at like, you know, like <clears throat> Rev Room or whatever. But the, the history of the band exists in those two yeah. rooms for sure. Yeah, go where the hit, go where it starts. Don't go to the thing just because. Yeah. Let's just do one, do it here, but fuck that. Yeah. The I two mean, night thing is also awesome and the two different lineups is fantastic idea. I'm glad that we did it that way because yeah. it, you know, obviously allows me to see everyone, but also, you know, might, uh, I think we're bringing some people back out of the woodwork that probably dropped off of going to shows, especially a bunch of my friends that I don't think they ever really went to a lot of local right. shows are, are getting tickets and coming out and they get to see those bands and see like, Hey, little rock might, is popping off. Might reanimate some people. Yeah. I mean, it's the scene's already doing good, but you know, maybe bring some people back into the I fold. Wish that would oh man. I think people are missing out. I, I've had that thought a few times. I tell some of my older friends, like y'all are missing some great shit. Mm -hmm. You'll pay fucking a hundred dollars to go to Simmons to see one band who doesn't give a fuck. When you could pay 15 bucks to go see Sum 41 at Simmons. Fuck them. And yeah. fuck that. Fuck Sum 41. Yeah. You heard it right Old here. Crash cast. bitches. You know, they all breaking up because boo hoo. Fuck you. Well, you remember how I was afraid was going to open for Sum 41 <laughs> yeah. at the Metroplex. Yeah. And they canceled their show because <laughs> there wasn't enough pre sale tickets. Uh -huh. You weak asses. <laughs> you cowards. You're afraid to play with us. They didn't they didn't hit us up to be on this new show with yeah. Offspring yeah. and <laughs> and but, simple plan. You know, I was afraid when we were like really young. We actually covered uh, Fat Lip, by really some forty one. When had I was some, they had just a great, vocalist. I, I I liked like, you know, I'm one of those the the old shit. The first record that one hit, meh, yeah. Everything else, kind of whatever. Yeah. I like underground shit, man. I like that's my vibe. Yeah. I just I just prefer it more. There's a handful of big bands I still listen to. It's like the new metal stuff and then classic rock, but. Mostly new things. Mm. Yeah, you're keeping your, your ear towards, you know, kind of more DIY stuff. Well, it's just, you can be friends and hang out. And it's like, last night, Tiny Towns played. They're unbelievable. They're fucking unbelievable. One of the yeah. best bands you could ever watch in the world. And they play in fucking Vinos. That's way fucking cooler than going and sitting in fucking shit-ass Simmons with the bad fucking sound system they have. You're... Fucking PA sucks in that building. It was designed like shit. It was never made for concerts. It was made for sports that didn't pan out. Yeah, you know, true, true. it's set up like a fucking football arena, not a damn concert arena. Yeah, you it's know. weird hearing people call it Simmons because when I was here last, it was Verizon or Verizon, and then it okay. was then it was well, it was Mercantile Bank before that. Mercantile Bank Arena for in like between a week. Altel uh -huh. and Verizon, it yeah. was Mercantile. <laughs> I still in my mind, I really think of it as Altel. It's whoever owns the big tower owns Simmons. the fucking yeah, that, building. Right? Yeah. yeah. Simmons seems like they've taken over the whole they town. They own Arkansas. Central Arkansas is their whole shit. They own 
two bank buildings. They own the big one, you know, yeah. the TCBY Tower, as I yeah, like TCBY to refer. Yeah, TCBY Tower. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's them. And then the one adjacent to that by the freeway is also a Simmons Bank building. I'm seeing it everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. I mean, that's my bank. It's actually still my bank. Is it really? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. I, 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 opened I think up you got to get of, on that. It's been a while. I opened up a Bank of America account. Um, Just for I, out there? Yeah, because I was thinking, like, well, you know, I should have a bank where I could visit locally. Um, and I kind of, I opened, I put like a hundred dollars in and I kind of forgot about it. I checked it the other day and it had negative $40 in it. Right. Cause they just take your and money. And they're just like, and I, I messaged them like, what happened guys? Bank of America fucking sucks. They can have both of these nuts in yeah. their mouth. Well, I had a hundred and now they're like, yeah, but now you owe us 40. That's South Park and episode they, where they're like, and, and it's, gone. it's gone. Yeah. That's what they did. And they didn't do anything for me. No services were rendered, but uh, they had to give me maintenance fees. Yep. What were you maintaining inside Nothing. of my account? Not a fucking thing. No. The fact that they think you're fucking poor and they just want your money. We'll just let them pay for our server bills. I'm going to open up a different <laughs> bank account just to stick it to them now. I mean, or just keep rocking Simmons. <laughs> just digital fucking. Yeah. Hey, it has, but, nothing's gone wrong so far. But, but you live in LA. Everyone is on Venmo there. I know they are. Yeah, yeah. Because every on Venmo. podcast I hear, they're like, "Just Venmo me." Just yeah. Venmo, Venmo it. Ven, do Venmo. I've just been sending the same hundred dollars back and forth between all my friends on Venmo says. for for years says. now. Oh, you want to split the bill? Oh, it's twenty. Okay, I'll Venmo you the twenty. And then they're like, "Oh, I got it. Oh, it's twenty. Okay." And you get them back, and they uh-huh. send it back. <laughs> and somehow Venmo is like reaping some type of little transaction. It's fee those somewhere. micro, those two cent micro transactions. <laughs> it's the most brilliant business model because I see. People will pay me through Venmo, and it'd be like $1,200, right? Yeah. I did a shower or something. And I'm like, $8 to send the money straight to my bank account. Fuck I hate it. that. Here's eight. Fuck it. I got 1200 I, I, I don't need the eight. I the money eight. in the Venmo account. I did get the card finally. I got oh, okay. tired of like, everyone now wants to pay through Venmo or Cash App. So I got both. Cash App? What are you selling, drugs? I mean... People like showers. It's kind of a drug to some people. Showers? Like my wife, she showers three times a day. Oh, I, I yeah, you should shower more. Than, you should shower a couple times a day. Ugh. Like, we're talking about taking a shower? Mm-hmm. Don't we just talking about earlier about how you sweat so much in this state? Yes. I, I shower at least twice a day. These are fresh clothes. Thank You're you lucky. for thank You're you lucky. for putting on fresh clothes. I, I forgot to dry that. them. I dried them this morning so the heat killed off all the bacteria for you. Thanks. <laughs> I, I can actually smell your shirt from over here. I'm sure you can. It smells What's like that, uh, mildew. It smells like uh, iced tea. Or that's ice, <laughs> ice cube. cube, baby. <laughs> so it smells like ice cube. Got this at Full Moon Records. Yeah. For $14. They have a consignment rack, too. Oh, that's cool. The guy's name's Justin. He's doing great things. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's much needed in this place. It's weird that we used to have 20 venues, and they were all full, and we had less people, and now we have three venues, and it's a struggle. But it's starting to be opposite that. Yeah. Where on a Sunday night, I think there was like 50-something paid last night. For Over 50 people. That's great. That's great. That's great. On a yeah. Sunday and 100 fucking degrees outside. I think post-pandemic, people are more willing to spend Absolutely. money on live music. And they're more uh, you know, cognizant of the fact that they need to be supporting those things if they are going to stick around. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy that live music is popping off here. And the, ki- and the kids are, they, found, they have found it somehow between the Zash and then there was a couple of other bands that have since gone, but all the, like the brother tongues and the Zash, mm-hmm. they've all found it. Moon main also mm-hmm. Jackson and them, they're all in their twenties and all their friends are finding it. And just more and more, more and more. It's yeah. just young people. It's a sea of young faces. It's a, you know, it's a community. Yeah. People are 
you know, and that's that's why I got into live music and that's why I got into hardcore when I was young because it's like a chosen family that you have. Um, right. Maybe you come from a background where things aren't great at home. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not understood, but you can go to a place every other night or every night where you're with people that get you. You're with people that right. understand you. And it feels amazing to have a group of people like that and a broader community as well of, of people that play music. So it's like, you know, it's a community vibe for people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, and it's one of the most, it's everyone. It's all the yeah. misunderstoods and misfits and just, every, you know, Especially important all in Arkansas places. where, you know, the society at large is mm -hmm. very conservative. Sure. It's very, you know, homogenous and one type of culture. Mm -hmm. And if you don't really fit into that bucket or you don't really fit in with that, then you feel very ostracized and you need a place like Vino's to go yeah. to where you can be with people who aren't okay with the status quo. <laughs> Just hang out and be yourself for a little bit. Kind yeah. Of, kind of, uh, what's that? Like, a, not stress relief, but just kind of like a, uh, yeah. like take the sandbags off for a second. Let, uh. let, let it down and, and yeah. understand that you can be yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, I think I gravita gravitated towards that because, you know, growing up as, uh, you know, gay in Arkansas. Tough. That, yeah. And, and you can't even tell your friends at school, like high yeah. school, like, you know, and maybe they would have been cool with it. Maybe not, but like you have to worry about those things, but you know, when you go to the punk rock show that people right. don't give a fuck about that and they love you for who right. you are. They are the only thing they care about is, are you a good mosher or not? And, and as <laughs> everyone remembers, <laughs> I, I like moshing in LA because if you mosh, oh you're you know, gay, cool. How's your mosh game? Yeah, I don't care what your sexuality <laughs> uh -huh. is. Pick up this change real quick off That's the right. ground. You better start tossing chairs, motherfucker. Do you have a spin kick or <laughs> yeah. two? No, that's, that's how's your two step? And we ain't talking country. And we ain't talking country, boy. <laughs> uh, people, the the mosh style so far that I've seen in LA is weird. Really? I, I don't know if it's that people are from all over and they're like going to shows and everyone. Oh, because like it's everyone from everywhere. So they just pick a weird style or something. I guess. I definitely had the cleanest two step at the Mind Force show. Really? I mean, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself. You should have seen it. You should have seen me, man. <laughs> I, 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 look at, it, I watched what the is video it? back and I'm just like. <laughs> is it one of these weird things where it's hardcore dancing and moshing all kind of in one? Have no. you seen where they try to do those at the same time? I'm a, I'm honestly cool with that. I know that seems a little weird, but I think moshing is a full contact sport, whether it's like, you know, if you're throwing yourself into people or if you want a hardcore dance. Right. I think that they can exist in the same pit as long as everyone is understanding that it is a full contact sport. Yeah, and that's the tough part. Yeah. Yeah. It and it is what it is. But you know, there's separate parts. Like yeah. it, the push pit part is different from the two step part, and that's different from the circle pit part. And like, right, people jump in when they do when they hear the part that they want to move to. Right. A lot of times, that's interesting. I mean, that's cool. Do you go? Do you go to any of like the iconic venues out there? Like, um, what's the one? Uh, the Troubadour, or like um, I've been to the Viper Room. The Vi I was gonna say Viper Room. I, there's yeah. this venue out there called Seventeen Twenty that is doing a lot of really cool heavy shows that I've been oh, to okay. out there. Um, that one's, I think that's a newer venue out there. Uh, I always used to see, um, chain reaction, chain reaction, was but that's huge. actually way out there. That's like in Anaheim or something. It's, yeah. it's far away, but it seems like the shows are always at 
different places. They're just popping up at different venues because there are so many venues out there. Oh. Throw a football hit a music. I was gonna venue. say there's on every fucking street corner. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And there Sound is, of Fury was outside. As coffee shops. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and Sound of Fury was fully outside in uh, in an expo park. Like they actually did it as a as an outdoor festival the last two years. It's grown so much. There was thousands and thousands of people there. I feel like that's all the stuff I see coming out of there these days is the outdoor festival and yeah. everything is of hundred thousand fucking people there there were so many people at sound and fury that i knew and i saw none of them because there were That's so crazy. many people damn thousands of people and they were all there for hardcore and they all had on that's a lot of fucking shirts. people because i go to warp tour and run into or when it was a thing and yeah. i would run into 20 people and there's twenty thousand people at that thing yeah it was but it was a great experience out there and you can do those outdoor festivals much easier during the summer out there, and it's not so like just punishing. Uh, I, mean, I never can... went to Warp Tour, but I heard that sitting out in those parking lots during the summer was torture. Well, because we all had to go to the Texas one, which Texas heat's just like our heat. We're yeah. the same heat. Yep. And you'd be in July. Texas in July. Oh, there's a reason that's like a phrase. It's shit melts. You melt. Yep. Things melt there. And you're in a blacktop parking lot. Literally. The two main stages are in a fucking parking lot. Gosh. And this was just, on grass, so it yeah. was definitely not like that. And now I think it's where they used to have it. It's called like the Dos Equis area or something. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah. And it's, you know, it's cool. They still do a fuck ton of shows there, and they are really nicely priced, actually. It's one of the few spots where if you're there, you can go, oh, Foo Fighters is coming. Tickets are only 35 bucks, and walk up to the thing and nice. only pay 35 bucks. Yeah, and it's not being scalped off a secondary yeah. market, yeah. off Ticketmaster or something. Yeah. Fuck Ticketmaster. Yo, straight up. Yeah. You want to get me fucking cooking? I hate Live Nation Fuck and Ticketmaster. Fuck Ticketmaster. Fuck them both. They have yeah. ruined the music industry. Ruined it. Yep, they have. Absolutely. Go Ticket to local shows. Fuck them. That's the, only way that's that the problem with That's ever going to change. These tech companies, or tech companies uh -huh. like Ticketmaster, they just insert themselves that's in it. a place where they don't even, there's not a need for them, and then they lock it down to that's where right. they just can't, you can't do anything without them. Well, and then the people get scared. It's just what happened with Napster. Artists get scared. Artists get scared, so they sign all these contracts, and then the venues, and then what happened during the pandemic, Live Nation came through and bought every failing, even small venues, medium-sized venues, they just bought them all. Yep. And now, they're partners with Ticketmaster, and, and they you can't- book all the things at those venues. Exactly. It's, and they, it's they always monopolize. They why do you find think any on, a way to flyer, on a tour flyer, it's all at Live Nation venues, and it's like, well, yeah, they booked the entire thing at their shit. Yep. You know, fuck that shit. God, it makes yeah. me insane. As as companies get more money to wield, they don't pay their people more. They use it to influence things more to have a monopolization on everything. I would love to see states. It would have to start in bigger ones like Texas, California. Start having like. Ven a venue that can't have that happen. Yeah. Start paying through the thing or something. God fucking damn. Like, how hard is it? Tony Hawk, he spends his entire fucking career now going around city to city, and his foundation matches the state's foundation, and they build a skate park in cities. Yeah. You know, hey, someone who's made infinite money in their music career want to you know take some Jump notes from that. tony and just kind of yeah. like i'm sure you could get a hold of him he lives in the same city you do you fucking turd <laughs> that's the one person that i 
desperately wish I could run into in, in Southern California. His, his I, I see, I don't, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but like, I see like, he'll be like, got noticed, whatever. Cause he has the weirdest interactions. They're like, Oh yeah. You do know Tony Hawk. And like, you're talking to fucking Tony Hawk. Oh my God. They're like, you look just like Tony Hawk. Uh-huh. And he's like, I get I, that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am Tony Hawk. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Tony Hawk's young. You're old. Yeah. Tony Hawk did the 900. You look 900. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Write that one down. That's funny as shit. <laughs> Uh, I got to skate at one of his skate parks that he helped with his foundation. Fuck um, yeah. They did this little street plaza that's out in, I think it's Echo Park. Um, I've, I've heard been of skating Echo Park. a lot. I've been skating a oh, ton. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I used to think I was really awful at skateboarding, but then I realized it was that I just hadn't practiced enough. Mm, fair. And now at... As with anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. But now I'm you know, almost 30 and I'm like actually skating hard, but I'm not like a rubber teenager that bounces off the ground say, anymore. I broke my ankle. Uh-huh. That was not fun. When I just around as I got started back skating, uh, I just didn't warm up enough. I was with my friend John. Uh, we went to the skate park in North Hollywood. Just did a couple little board slides on a thing, came back around and just jumped up on it weird and just snapped my ankle. Oh my god. And he helped me hobble to the car. Sorry, we were only here for eight minutes. And that was no, literally, we were there for five minutes, and that was the day before my boyfriend's birthday. No, and so I had all these errands to run. I had, and I didn't. I just didn't accept that I broke my ankle until like a week later when it was all black. My foot was black and blue. Uh, but for everything for his birthday, I'm just like hobbling around, like, yay, no. here we go. And I'm like, it's everything so bad. hurts so bad. But Luckily, it healed up, and then I started skating again, and I've been—I'm not as gun awesome. shy about it. Yeah, I gave skating a good go in like the ninth grade. It just wasn't my thing. Can't do it. You didn't practice enough. Too big. Like we just said, I was practicing. All, oh, I, it, it I, is I tough if you're a bigger guy. Like smoked a lot of weed, and I worked at Pizza Hut. I was—I was in. Sick. Man. Yeah, hell yeah, Sick. I was in. Flash, okay, flash a picture of you in ninth grade on the screen right now. Uh, literally, Jinkos, a bowl cut. I have. Oh, I was. Everything you saw in that's the commercial, fashion that's now. me. People, that's oh, how people back. in LA dress now. Jinkos and a bowl cut and a big it's t-shirt. Fucking weird. That's oh, I had the Jinko t-shirts too, dog. It was Sick. everything was baggy as fuck. You could put your pocketbooks in your pockets. And what what year were you in ninth grade? Two, uh, 1996, seven. That's a great year to be in ninth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs, dude. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes and marijuana were my favorite too. I have to imagine though, in the nineties in Arkansas, what was the THC level on weed that you could get your hands on? Regular, just regular. Yeah. You didn't get high today. It's another reason I quit weed. Fuck it's too high. I don't want to go to outer space on 10 milligrams, man. I just wanted to like sit here and watch transformers, eat a little bit of popcorn. Mm-hmm. I'm now I'm on fucking Jupiter contemplating <laughs> if I can breathe or not <laughs> because it's no longer automatic. I'm having to think about it. It's just yeah. like, I don't want to be terrified. I want to just science chill. has gone too far. It's too far. They took it too far. I miss ninth grade weed. Cause you just would smoke it. It was chill. And you'd be like, like, man, I feel relaxed. Like, and you'd laugh, you know, you're giggling with your buddies or you'd be in a drum circle and not even know it. You now know? people hit these like dab rigs. I'm sorry that if you're if you're hitting, like you've got the dab, the you gotta, crystal, you the, the wax, all this stuff. Like that's 
nearly crackhead behavior. It, no, it is crackhead behavior. I just I didn't want to you say got, it fully. You got to step back just, I mean, even a little bit. Like, do the dabs, but, you know, it's your whole fucking existence. Yeah. Here, look at this big-ass cowboy hat I made out of it. And they shoved the whole thing in that bowl in one hit. I'm like, my brother in Christ, yeah. we need to help you. You're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. Oh, every time I see one of those videos, I'm like, we've come too far. Yeah. Everything is peaked. Everything? There's there's a thing called Moore's Law, and it is that where everything will just hit this wall before it's kind of stagnant for a while. That we're there. Every, yeah. Everything is everything all at once. Great movie. I didn't see it. You really should. Everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. It was one of those movies that was so powerful and amazing yep. and beautiful. It made me cry happy tears. That's why I don't want to watch it. It's but in, in a really good way. I I hate when a movie makes me cry, but like this I is not it. a sad type of thing. You'll feel like euphoric and like I hear it's the, one the, of the best movies ever. It made. makes you feel like man, life and the mon- the mundanity of life uh-huh. is beautiful. It is. You know, everything we do, even the bad times we go through, the hard times we go through, the people that we love make it, you know, all worthwhile. Right. And that's what life is about. It's mm-hmm. about loving and being loved and it's tough and we live on a rock that's hurtling through space and nothing Comprehend- matters. Comprehending and- that is tough too. Yeah. I hate when people talk like that. Like we're just monkeys on a rock, man, and nothing matters. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Matters to me. Yeah. It matters if you give it meaning. Duh. It's like that asshole scientist is like, actually you've never touched anything even in your, in your entire existence, molecularly speaking. Is and that Neil like, deGrasse Tyson? No, no, but I think he is. Every time he talks, I'm like, I want to give you a wedgie. <laughs> Shut up, dude. It's he, all doom and gloom. Yeah. But He's like, uh, actually, the robot from Star Wars would not be able to roll on the sand. <laughs> Shut up, Neil. Shut up. Well, it's cool, though. And in the movie, he does, so yeah, fucking shut up. Is it tight, It's Neil? tighter than fuck. And you're not. That's my new phrase, sicker than fuck. Sicker than fuck. Sicker than fuck, dude. <laughs> oh. Crash cast merch. Sicker than fuck. Print them up. I should. We got to get on the merch thing. You know what you should do, though? You should reprint those gold foil t-shirts that say, stay brutal. It's crazy that you just brought that up because I was going to show you this gold foil type. Oh. Oh, it says, stay brutal. Whoa, what the heck? (laughs) No, no, no. It says, thank you for listening. If you're listening at home, it says, to write love on her arms. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you remember that stuff? I absolutely do. That era of, like, uh, V-necks and Mm -hmm. Van slip-ons and... (laughs) I I, I was inside of that... Like yeah. playing music and stuff, but I wasn't one of those. Like my singer for my band, the first singer for the band I was in, Annabelle, mm-hmm. he was that. Had all the stuff. Yeah. He actually had those shirts. Yeah. And the V was deep. Deep. It's going I down mean, to the sternum. Just right to the taco meat, you know. <laughs> but he would shave his whole body. What were, okay, name some of the local bands from that era. Uh, well, there was one that was like Heart in Hand. Heart for a Hand? Heart, heart for a uh-huh. Hand. Uh, Oh, they're so. They're, that was. I wouldn't put the Tristan last... Betrayal in there necessarily. They were more of like metalcore, but. I mean, their drummer did like a deep V though. Verge? I can't remember. No, it's no not, not well, not Verge. It was uh, Michael. Yeah. Uh, he. DV. He liked him a deep V. I'm not gonna lie. Is the deep V gonna come back? I like a V neck, yeah. but I don't want it to be like I'm wearing jewelry. <laughs> like my shirt is jewelry. You know. That, looking back at the fashion from 2010. Is so funny. Well, there's it's a reason, so funny. There's a reason that fashion only lasted like five years. It was a yeah. that was a true phase. That was one of those blunder years <laughs> yes. that you look back on, and and luckily, like I think that 
in 2009, 2010, I was in ninth and 10th grade and I was going to Catholic. So I wasn't able to have a long swoopy emo haircut <laughs> back then. And I'm yeah. actually happy that those pictures don't exist. Of, if, cause left, left to my own advices, I would have dressed like oh, that. Austin was the, the, the emo Mecca child. His name yeah. was Austin. He had the white belt, but he didn't white buckle it in. White belt core. Uh huh. He didn't buckle it in front. <laughs> he buckled it on the side. Oh, you can't Lord. be buckling it in the front. No. You gotta have. <laughs> what was that? I burped. Cut it. Cut it. No, we don't cut. You got to have the buckle showing at all times, yeah. sitting or not. Uh, the hair, deep swoop, down uh -huh. to the jawline swooping with the puffy back, uh -huh. you know? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, I wonder. I, I don't feel like, you know, things are cyclical, but I don't think any of that is going to come They back. were colorful people. Yeah, very, lots of very color, color pop. neon colors, neons everywhere. The, the like cartoon neon band. Multiple shoelaces too was a weird part of that. Yeah, you couldn't have just one pair of shoelaces in your shoe. No, you had to have one regular color, a base color like a black or a mm -hmm. white, and then you had to have a neon color to ex ex like ex ex accent that to make it really pop. So look at my shoes, that or the checkerboard slip-ons, which I, are like the most. I saw an Instagram reel the other day from from a from an actual child that was like <coughs> I wish I was a kid in 2010 and and it was showing pictures of stuff like that yeah. and I just had an out of body experience. That I was like what is back. happening right it'll now? It'll come back. Well, it was just God, I, I felt not. like it was goth culture and like punk rock kind of had this crossover because they're very adjacent to each other you know they're what, very scene? like in the same yeah the scenes are kind of very yeah scene scene <clears throat> was like emo punk goth like all right. those things amalgamating into one thing that became its own thing yes its i own feel fashion. like that was the moment everything merged and just exploded for a short very short second because once everyone got jobs that shit went nah -uh. yeah because your older co-workers would make fun of yes. you yes they're like hey uh you can't wear that here yeah. you look like a peacock yeah. That's not professional. Uh -huh. You can't wear that at Domino's. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now cook the fucking pizza, Neil. <laughs> Neil eats airplanes. <laughs> cook the pizza. Neil me the horizon. Yeah. Yo, Sky eats airplanes. Shout out to him. There. That also, is a really good band. I played with them a handful of times. We played are. with, I, my first band, Safe to Shore, played with. You, your band, My Hands of War, <clears throat> and Sky Eats Airplanes at the was Village. Was the Village, yep. And that was one of my favorite shows I've ever played as a, as a kid because I was young, and it was overwhelmingly cool. Overwhelmingly cool. We were like, dude, I can't believe we're playing. We, we used to yeah. do that all the time. I can't believe we're on the show. And then I look back, and I'm like, we played with fucking everyone, and we couldn't believe it every time we did it. Well, that's, you know, it goes back to what I was saying about how it's cool to be growing up in Arkansas because... We need a local openers for these bands. Yeah, I opened for Under Oath. Right. No plane of existence which, should my band have ever opened for Under which, Oath. Which time was that? Was that? It was at, us and Ashes of Augustine. Shout oh, out to them. So that was even email. before Under Oath came to the village with August Burns Red and Emery. This was before that. Before that, yeah. yeah. That I think that was my first show. This was Under Oath was on their headlining run. It was right before. Oh, it was right before Lost in the Sound had come out because I got to go on the bus and hear it for the first time, like now, three months before it got released. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So one of my favorite memories. Not only did he have that record that I heard with Spee and all, you know, we're all just chilling. <clears throat> that was one thing they did that was really cool. They treated the band that they were just hanging out with like, oh yeah, just come on. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. And they weren't dickheads about it. 
Yeah. Which was nice. Uh, and then they also are buddies with Slipknot, and their record that wasn't released yet, what they had. Yo. So I got to hear both those records That's in the crazy. same bus sitting. And I was like, and, what even is my life right and now? And you wouldn't have had that opportunity if you were growing up in Chicago or There's something. no fucking way they gave people in Chicago that same experience. Hell There's no. no fucking way. No, because their guard was down here. <clears throat> they, yeah, there's they, a Wendy's right outside. We don't care. No, <laughs> yeah. not at all. There's no safety here the Just, village was so cool that was like a man. great great entrance into it because as a young high schooler like in ninth grade going to the shows there like they were big shows like these big, big. scene bands yeah. that you know were really taking off and that really got, got me excited and amped up the first show that my band safe to shore the first band mm -hmm. that we played there was chiotos and we got to play in between the touring package because we had pre-sold the most tickets hell yeah pay, you did pay to play baby pay to play <laughs> no but that and that blew my mind as like a 14 year old getting to play on that stage to 700 people that's right but that lit the fire where it just live music was my passion i remember that show it because was great. I spent most of that show in the back room with their guitar player, Chiotis guitar player, talking about Beloved. Oh, yeah. Talking, like, turns out he was as big a fan as, as me, if not more, because they were only around for a record and a half. Yep. They invented an entire genre, and then we're like, we hate each other. We're out. We're out. <laughs> 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 and I was like sitting there and he's just noodling along. So I'm like, oh yeah, dude, well, I saw him here. Oh, I saw him mm -hmm. in this fucking movie theater across the street with 15 other people. <clears throat> Man. Yeah. Good times. Good times. There's been a lot of amazing that eras of place venues. so much, man. It, it's, they got, they must've torn it down, right? It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's gone. If you drive by it, it will make you sad. It's where my dad saw Star Wars. It's where I saw Jurassic Park nice. and Mortal Kombat. I saw you saw Mortal Kombat there? Absolutely. Shout out to Jeff Morgan. And the kid who was there. sitting next to me, I don't know why, I've never forgotten him. We were like, I don't even know, I must have been like nine or something. I don't know when that movie came out. But there was a kid next to me who had already seen it like five times. And I was just, and he was just so excited telling me about it. And I was just like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why. You know how some people just never leave your memory? That kid's one of them. Yeah, where it just, it's such a formative memory, it's stuck in your mind forever. Well, because I'm, I'd never been, I think that was the first movie I saw there. I can't remember, honestly, which one was which, but I'm just looking up at this giant screen that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Because we'd only been to like the Tandy 10 and the Carmike 150, you know? <laughs> 50 cent movies, and we were poor, dude. <laughs> like, what the and fuck? this was like a full-fledged Big, I theater. mean, monstrous. Yeah. You walk in the foyer and you're like, "What the fuck?" I can still in my mind, like, I remember what mm -hmm. it smells like in there, like the smell of the village. Just working there and got to see like the old projector room and got to like crawl underneath. There was an underneath all those stairs. Yeah, there's a secret door where they used to vend the candy and the popcorn, and you could go underneath those stairs, like underneath the stage or underneath the no, where like the, the, the seats seats are. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, cool, cool, Damn. so cool. Just being able to like mess around where you were as a child and have like all these like oh oh and this and this, and now it's gone. I cried like a fucking baby the day we locked those doors, man. Oh man, I mean I was a puddle. I hated it so much. It's sad how, but you know, that's life. It is. That's, and everything, you know, has its phases and comes and goes. And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't be around even now, even if it had stayed open. Yeah. So it went out on a high point. 
but it was so unique. <coughs> I always think uh, one of my favorite memories of that place is the music video for that Tristan Betrayal song, I Don't Believe in Fairy Tales, mm -hmm. where the... What a drop. <laughs> I know. It's the ghost inside is talking about like making vocal dust or something, <laughs> and they're standing in front of the village, and the sign's in the background, mm -hmm. you see the dome, and he's like... Yeah, you just mix it up and you put it in your ass. You get high for a week, <laughs> and then the song starts. But you know what's funny? I sh I show I show that video to my friends in California all the time. <laughs> I tell them they know everything about this place. A lot of them are like, I you kind of make me want to go visit. Like they want. There's a bunch of people that were disappointed they couldn't like come out here for it. But plane tickets are astronomical. Astronomical. But. Yeah, I, I always talk about the crazy random shit that has happened here and, you know, my life growing up in Arkansas. I'm like, they love it. That's one thing about Arkansas is if you know someone here and you come from another place, most people are like, eh, it's like just a shit town. You got to, if it's you a get a very local where we place. can take you and show you why it's just this crazy place. It's a set of <clears> circumstances <throat> growing up that is wholly unique where we mm -hmm. were had access to big bands and like you know musical celebrities that were just hanging out with us and we're doing weird crazy shit because there's not even that much stuff to do here that that's we made right. our own fun up that's why i've got a lot of crimes i can't talk about yeah you well know, you have to have fun as long as they're not convictions then no, 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 you're no. good statue of limitations bingo that's what i keep telling kurt yeah you want to name some of your favorite crimes that you've done explosions are probably the most favorite ones where you Is make that things a crime? go boom <sighs> Sadly, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Creating an improvised explosive device is a crime now. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. Thanks, man. Damn. <laughs> fuck. Can't have fun, I guess. Oh, well, I'll go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think every kid who ended up being in a punk rock had a phase where they were lighting you're, shit on fire. Well, you're lighting a lot of shit on fire. Because it's Arkansas. Lots of things. Uh, had a big field, so we had guns. Shoot. Mm -hmm. Everything you want to throw away, you shoot it first. Sure. Them's the rules. I don't make them. A TV? Shoot I'm just it. biting by it. Yeah. Oh. I've shot many a TV, sir. Yeah. Hatcheted them, uh, bent them in half, ran over them with cars. I almost chopped my friend's fucking head off with a piece of sheet metal one time. Because we used to do burnouts on top of old roof tin with transmission fluid because it made it extra smoky. And one time it came flying out. And it went to his face. He thought, I mean, we were like, he's dead. And it, for some reason, the wind or something it caught it. And it, went, and it went, Holy And cow. then fell straight down in front of him. That's that's scary. Unbelievable. Man, that got, happened in my front yard. I almost decapitated my friend. <laughs> that's a memory you would never forget. Decapitating your friend. Well, you don't forget almost doing it either. Turns no. out equally yeah. as fucking scary. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Less traumatizing, same amount of scary. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> he lived. <laughs> uh, what's what's his name? His name's Cody. He lives in uh, Broussard, Louisiana. That's where he's from, which is near like Lafayette. Yeah, but Cody, he, if you're listening, he's gonna come finish the job. <laughs> oh man, he's like an adult now. He's well, like, yeah, that's he, how time. His works. dad owned a really cool welding company, and that's why they were here. Like he sold oh. it off, but that's what like now he owns a company. He's doing good. Nice, he's good. fine. He's not out there chasing dreams like this idiot. Chase your dreams. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's to fine. Do. It's fun. I'm yeah. having a fucking blast. You get to do here do these conversations with cool people, mm -hmm. and you get to. Go play shows and do your thing, man. Yeah. Tell your friends at Cali. <laughs> hey, check out Crashcast. I, I will. They will. I will make all of them listen to this. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah, they're going to run up. 
We have Patreon. Please subscribe to Patreon. What's the Patreon? What is the Patreon? Crashcast. Patreon.com slash Crashcast. Is it podcast at the end? Or pod? It's just Crashcast. And what yeah. are the tiers? They're all the same, but one has merch. It's 5, 10, 20. Uh, they're all the same stuff, but one has like a merch tier. If you're in Arkansas, subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah. Because that helps this thing keep I, going and... Equipment. I just guess. got my home studio up, so that's where like a lot of the content's going to start coming from. Yeah, and we're trying to think of things where we can do micro pods to yeah. put on there, little, little episodes, like a little mini so it's like a little twenty minute street side something, you know, That'll just cool. something. Yeah, because Somebody... it's good to have exclusive content that's on there because that really does drive people. I think that's to... what it is. It is because yeah. you know you'll get the people who just want to support to support. But then I subscribe to a lot of Patreons because I want the extra Ooh. content for things. Like a lot of podcasts I like, I am on their Patreon. So what's with some of your favorite stuff? Because here I have one that's like stories with Corey mm-hmm. where I can tell some of my more crazy stories. Because uh, I have more than you would assume I have. I think that you must <laughs> have lived, thousands of I lived stories. a really wild life for a long time. <laughs> like from young age. Yeah. I don't know why. Just when you live in the woods, man, you got to fucking make shit fun. And yeah. You, and you do crazy shit. And there wasn't a lot of... You make wa- your own fun and it's chaotic. Yeah. And your parents... I was a latchkey kid. You're yep. by yourself a lot. I was an only kid too. So I understand how that it's, goes. It's, it's crazy. It's fucking... But I thought of that. That's a cool segment. I'm thinking like these little mini sods. You know, there's a podcast that I listen to that uh, I've been listening to it for 10 years and wow. it just finished. They did their final episode, nearly 600 episodes of this podcast. It's called If I Were You. Okay. Uh, it's by these guys, Jake and Amir. They used to be on College Humor back in the day. Oh. And I've just been following them ever since. But their podcast is an advice show. It's if I were you, what would what would I do? Oh, neat. And people write in with sticky situations, weird scenarios, and like, what do I do here? What do I do about this? And they give you advice. And I, I always think that's such a fun sort of podcast idea. So if that would be cool if you did like people write I, weird problems you're having. And it's anonymous, obviously. I thought about adding something like that to the stories, Corey thing, where I read their stories and react to their story. Yeah, that would be super fun. Or maybe be like, man, I wish I could be there and kind of reimagine if you were in that moment. Yeah. Because I love, man, that's where my brain goes. You tell me a moment, I try to put myself in there and inject I can, something like, completely unrealistic. It, like, like I'm, I was there, you yeah. know? But that would be cool if you had um, <clears throat> Patreon-exclusive content. But... People that's my subscribe. main subscribe. It yeah. helps. It really, really it helps people. It helps infinitely. We get like, I think it's like 50 or 70 bucks a month, which is amazing. It pays for most things. And now we're about to, we're, we're trying to find a place to like have this like be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, we, that was our conversation yesterday. Like, what do we do? How do we do it? It's like, yeah. put up a poll, see what people like. There's another podcast that I absolutely am infatuated with. It's like that. It's called, are you garbage? <laughs> have you heard of this? Is that where people are like, hey, this is what I did. Am I an asshole? No, <laughs> no, it's, it it's kind of like that. It's like, okay. but it's the premise is, are you like, they take actors and comedians and they just go, you know, do you, do you use bar soap? Do you do, are you garbage if, if you're cut or uh, what's the one? Are you garbage if any member of your family's ever been on TV for a crime? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> exactly. Then I would be. <laughs> so they go and their and their Patreon is like ten thousand people strong. Yeah, and they all they inject the questions and the show just puts that to the guest. It's the most brilliant 
structure of a podcast yeah. I've ever yeah, seen. Having a podcast structure where the audience uh, helps create the content is also just that's why they're yeah. is so strong. I yeah. mean, they're making a hundred thousand dollars a month just off Patreon. Yep, that's not including the YouTube. Their YouTube numbers are through the fucking roof. You should check it out. It's I will. Funnier than a motherfucker. There are two dudes from, I think it's Pennsylvania mm-hmm. or like right up above it. They have the accent and everything. It's phenomenal. And they're funny as hell. They've been buddies for a while. One's like this sweet, lovable bear man. He's a giant. You human. know, I love a bear. <laughs> he's a giant human. He's sweet, but he's less in the brain you know in the brain department you know he's got a little less like he says shit that'll just blow your fucking mind you can't believe he just said (laughs) you're like that's what you like here's one when he leaves i know i'm just pitching this show it's but whatever uh he when you leave somewhere like a hotel he's he tells it goodbye bye bye hotel like and then he closes the door it's something he admitted to. <laughs> I would be like, you, wait, who'd you just say bye to? The room. Bye, hotel. Well, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> he sounds really nice. He's amazing. And then the other guy just is like, they're, you can tell they're best buds because they're just ripping on each other the yeah. entire time. They have, they have good chemistry. <clears throat> they're also incredibly open. They talk about their finances, what they spend their money on. They have these goals. So when they get to like, 10,000 Patreon subscribers are like, we're going to go to Disneyland, but we're going to be drunk as fuck or something crazy. It's the best thing to do. Yeah. I went to Disneyland for the first time uh, a few months ago. It was crazy. It's really cool. It seems miserable. Is it fine? At, at least going to the one in California, the weather is not too like punishing. So mm. you can walk around and it's not like you're getting destroyed by the sun all day as much. It was fun. Uh, did I got you do to, any of the rides or anything, or just yeah, walk around? I, I did. A, I did some of the rides. The food out there is actually really good, and is not as crazy priced as as most theme parks are. Like you can get some good food, and like they have weird, uh, like pickle corn dogs, and like just strange, strange well, they menu have food items. From, like everywhere, right? Like yeah. it's all around the globe. They have all sorts of stuff, mm. and there's two parks too. There's Disneyland and California Adventure, and so many rides. I. I want to go back. I'd like that. Really? Be fun. You're going to turn into one of those Disney adults? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not a Disney adult. I don't, but I, I am a guy who likes a roller coaster every now and then. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I gave roller coasters a shot once, and the fucking thing broke the very first one I ever went on, and I never went back on another one. No thanks. <laughs> don't test your luck. My buddy Cody with the sheet metal? Yeah. Same guy. I was in there with him. Yeah. Yep. Y'all broke the roller coaster? We did. The fucking, <laughs> we were both in the ass end of the thing, and it shipped like one of the wheels shifted in our cart. Terrifying. That is scary. And what's even crazier, on the most weak-ass roller coaster of weak-ass roller coasters, fire in the hole in Branson. Ah, Branson. Yeah. Ah, good times in Branson. Yeah. Just some I want to go to Dolly Stampede. <laughs> you been to Dolly Stampede up there? Maybe. It used to be called Dixie Stampede, but I, then I did see uh, George it. Jones there. You he actually George? showed up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Was, I didn't realize how cool of a moment it actually was because I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But I sat and watched the whole show, and now I'm glad I was old enough to remember it. I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. It was cool. Very cool. Should like, go to Branson. Chill. We, could go, we can go to Branson right now after this if you want to. Dude, I would love that, actually. They make sure they're down. there. Okay. Patreon content. Patreon content. Kurt's the not game down. goes Kurt, to Branson. Kurt, Kurt's not down because he got to walk around and be outside a bunch. Yeah. 
What are you going to do at the gym? Ooh. What do you do at the gym? Lift the weights. You're a weightlifter? Not <laughs> yeah. cardio? Uh, I've been trying to do more cardio. Uh, I actually have a, a bodybuilding coach now. Are you trying to get like all the hardcore kids? <laughs> get them fucking <laughs> muscles up. Put your chest out. And scare Ugh. people. Yeah. Uh, Next time to... we see him, he's just trapped up. Hey, your voice is a couple octaves different. Hey, it's me, Darby. It's back. from the steroids. It's from the steroids. No, my, my bodybuilding coach set me down and was like, whatever you do in life, don't ever do steroids. Right. Because he no is, he's back. a professional bodybuilder. His training partner is the guy who played Arnold Schwarzenegger in his biopic. Like, he's a real deal. He grew up on Muscle Beach. His name's Brad Bisbon. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and he he's awesome. But it's cool having, like, an actual, like, coach to, to do these sessions with. Because you can push yourself pretty far on your own. Sure. But not ever as far as someone coaching you and pushing you for you. Well, and doing it right. Man, yeah. so many people get injured because they are just flying out by the seat of their pants. You that they don't, a, they don't know what they're doing and no. they do something wrong. The weights are dangerous as fuck. Yeah, you have to respect them. That's yeah. why I, when I go in, I warm up with no weight on the bar or anything like that. I do stretches because I see people roll into the gym. They throw 45 plates on mm-hmm. and start benching immediately like, like Brother, you didn't, didn't even warm, warm the car uh, up. Exactly. And now you're revving the engine at, at 9,000 RPM. Like, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, I always, always ran when I was going to the gym. Clearly, I am not. Uh, but always ran a mile or two first and then did some stretches. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I, even uh, if I was alone, Smith machine for bench and shit. That way, if you fall, it doesn't crush you. You know, I don't do bench press anymore. It's scary. I've, I've completely, like uh, I hurt my wrist. Uh, doing bench press this last year and I realized that bench press is not even a good exercise not really if it's not a good chest exercise I mean it really just overstresses your shoulders and yep. your wrists and I boycotted bench press and my chest has never been bigger really I do only other exercises for chest um, so yeah kids don't do bench press it's not even good for you it's inefficient and it's just a bad exercise and it feels like you're gonna I and mean, you can you, hurt yourself. You, know, you, dro- you see the videos of people dropping it all the time. Just, ugh, yeah, get out don't, of here. Don't even do that. It's not even. It's not worth it. No, that one in the heavy squats. Just do regular. I like, love do what, heavy squats. Oh, just do what you can lift. Well, yeah, obviously you have to do your the weight that is you correct see the guy for you. He's got like they're doing a thousand pounds and the bars like this, and then he dies. He and fucking dies instantly. Yeah, he, just he crumples up. He crumples up like a fucking can. But that's the funniest thing is when people go, it's called ego lifting. Oh, okay, cool. It's when cool. people go put a million pounds on the bar and try to do one rep and they can't even do it and they hurt themselves. It's like, why? What's the point of that? I mean, I get setting goals and being like, oh, I did 400 Proper pound training. deadlifts, but training is like everything. Proper training is very important. And yeah. Also at my gym, people openly talk about doing steroids and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm sure. And you still don't have any legs. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, bird man? What's up, Tony Hawk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I've said too many negative things involving Tony Hawk. I love him. I love, I love him. I adore him. I listen to his podcast now too. Oh, he has a podcast. Yeah. I met Jason Ellis. Really? Uh-huh. They just, they just did the, uh, X games together too. the That's announcing. Cool. Yeah. The X games this year. Some crazy runs, unbelievable, crazy runs. I've I'm forgetting the little kid, this little kid from Japan. I'm really blanking on his name right now. Oh, it was he, unbelievable. He I, had I rewatched one of the it. Best runs I've ever seen in my entire life. He did a double flip varial in the middle of his run, and I never see people do that trick. 
some people call it a nightmare flip. That's yeah. But you don't ever see people do that, especially not in the middle of a competition run. <laughs> and he's oh man, gosh. The, like the skater's 14? coming from Japan. Like 13 or are something? Crazy. He's 13. 13. 13. He's 13. And the skaters coming from Japan right now are unreal. Some of the best skateboarding I've ever seen. Yuta Horigame, like these they people got are it. incredible. They know how to focus in on a thing. It's cultural. Yeah. Just, like <sighs> having that's your having shit. parents that support your discipline mm-hmm. and having parents that, you know, they believe the kids when they say, I want this to be my my passion. I want this to be my what I do for a living. And they throw all their weight behind it and support them. Where in America, it's not always like that. Good luck. When, when you are like, oh, I want to be a professional skateboarder, your parents are like, get a job. Are you sure? Are you sure? Well, even the summer was like, are you sure? Because, you know, there's only like seven of them. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I heard that a lot. Especially a long time ago. Well, being a musician was, I feel like it was way easier. You just had to kick fucking ass and go places. Now it's like, well, you better be a it's thousand all about, things. Yeah, and making video content, being And a marketing at, genius better be the first fucking thing you're good at. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you suck. We can. We got software we can make you not suck. Yeah, the software will make you good. That's right. But are you good at marketing uh-huh. yourself? That's one thing that I'm realizing now that as I'm making solo music that it's not 2016 anymore and no. I can't just throw this shit up on Bandcamp right. and expect it to Even do your numbers. friends are like, bitch, we don't give a fuck. There's 10,000 things to listen to. Yeah. You're like, thanks, friends. But what I realized is that the other day I was making little promo videos of just playing little clips of the I Was Afraid songs and putting them on Instagram. Uh-huh. And those got like 2,500, 3,000 views. See, like we were just talking about this yesterday. And I, I realized like, I, I need to make video content for my music. What am I? I need to like play and the game the how it is now. the only thing that fucking matters now. Yeah, because people just look at videos on their phone or they... TikTok and Spotify. I, I, I follow yeah. a few people and that's that are in the industry. That is the only two things. They, they don't give a fuck about shit else. They yep. don't. That's the two things. That's they don't where, care if that's you play a thousand are. shows. They don't care if you sold a hundred records. None of that matters anymore. It's these two things. Yeah. Can they market you? Can you market yourself? But I'm like, I'm t- I'm over here thinking, isn't that your fucking job? I my job is to be yeah. badass live, and crush it and write good songs. Your job is to market me. That's a why lame, do I though. fucking need you? Why do right. we need labels if I'm already doing all the fuck? I figured myself out. Fuck you. Yeah. That is, it's still a lane though, being really, really great live musicians. That's still a lane for success, but it's much narrower than it ever was. And the other lane that's much wider now is creating content that people will Every day. like on their phone. Yes. And lots of small content drip to remind people. And it's more digital now than ever. You know, I think that some people in Arkansas would really um, benefit from thinking about that, that, you know, People spend a lot of time and effort and energy playing a lot of shows where they should refocus a little bit of that energy towards making content that some random dude in Finland might see on their There's Instagram feed. Doing it here that yeah. they, they, and when you do that, you will see success. You'll see if the songs are good, they will catch. Yeah, and they do. They do. I mean, yeah. it's it's a real thing. I just don't – I'm just being old and curmudgeon but Yeah, it's, same. <laughs> it's not – you know, like I, I don't have the fucking time for that. I can't – I don't have time. Yeah. I have free you have, time. You have multiple jobs and a podcast. And what am I supposed to do that for all four of my bands? What the fuck? Because yeah. I, I, I want to be in all four bands. I don't give a fuck if one of them made it. I still want to be in the other four or right. the other three or whatever. Right. Probably even more because then I'd have. I feel like if you got one band that blew up, you'd be in 10 bands. I would. I 100% <laughs> would. <laughs> 
And I'd still do the podcast, too, because I'm a fucking glutton for punishment. Yeah. But you, well, you like to create. I do. That's one of the things that, make you, that makes you happy is creating things. I think it's the thing. Yeah. Work, I don't, I don't have any problem working hard. I'll work hard all day, every day, 24-7 if I have to. And even but, in your professional, you know, yeah. outside you create things, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, my job is to create. I do tile work, but it's custom tile work. I don't just come in and lay tile on a floor. That's why I want a new job, because my job is sending emails for eight hours. And I'm just like, nah, maybe I would like a job where I create something or do something that's more substantial than stare at a white box and, like, bug people about uh, but I feel like that job, see, that's where my brain goes. Maybe that would be good because then I'd be on my computer, right? Because now, now I'm at the spot where I need to be to do both my job and my content. True, true. Because when I'm at work, there's no such thing as create content. Yeah. It's, I'm dirty as fuck. I've got concrete all over my hands, you know? Right. Right. It's not It's not a fun environment. There's dust everywhere. That is one thing about working from home is that in between the work in between like the, the meetings and the calls and things like that, you do have time to spin around, get on your other computer and work on something for a little bit or go do the dishes or like, right. you know, when you're not at home, you don't have that same type of flexibility to like mm -hmm. do both during the day. Yeah. That's but why then the work from home stuff creeps <coughs> into your everyday life after work too, which is weird. It's something I've had to like, kind of like, put a, a, a stop on of like, no, you can't talk to me after five. Don't text me. Don't email me. Don't call me. You're talking about your a, job? Yeah. 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 Oh, because they're like, well, you're there. We know you're there. Yeah, they know you're available because mm -hmm. everyone has their phone on them. Everyone. Oh, also, we can just peek through your camera. We now, see you, you, Darby. You're on salary. Don't you want to work forever? Uh-huh. And ever and, and ever. And ever and ever. <laughs> yeah. Infinite production. <laughs> but, you know. It's it's not all that bad. It's not. I think it's just a, a healthy I overextend myself, admittedly. Yeah. I'm a dummy. But it's like I think it's better that way. Cause I would just lose my fucking mind. Yeah. If you're not stretching, you're contracting. Yeah. And then I get bored and then boredom is not good for me. Boredom not, is when you start thinking too much. Yeah, I'm not good at bored. I mean sleep. I think in my sleep. I used to think everyone could control their dreams. Lucid dreaming. Yeah. Turns out no, I've been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah. Because my mind's just fucking racing 24-7. You need some time to disconnect. I need, like, a good coma. Yeah. Like a day. Yeah. Just no thoughts. Just one day. No nothing. Yeah. Just, just turn it all off. <laughs> That's what I say when people, when I die, people aren't going to go, oh, he could have done more, like... Rest now. Rest now, my child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've earned it. You earned this nap. <laughs> this this big kiss goodnight. Even then, I'll be in the fucking thing like, mm. why is he twitching? <laughs> He's trying to get my up. My nerves are just used to movement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first zombie. Yeah. Yes. Dude, that would be wicked. Yeah, that would be cool being the first zombie. If you're number one, you're number one forever. No yeah. one forgets you. Yeah, first, you're last. That's right. That's what they say, yeah. Yeah. If, I think, but if I had the choice, though, between being a zombie, a vampire, or a werewolf, wh mm. which one would you pick? Zombie kind of sucks. Vampires yeah. Vampires awesome. are kind of sexy. Well, you have infinite money because you've been around forever. Okay. You know how to all game right. the system. You own yeah. all kinds of... They're all, you own the banks. Exactly. Somehow. Yeah. You know? Well, you own a bank. You own something. You've been bank around too long. Yeah. You see, you see things you can, you know. Uh, but then werewolf... 
that one kind of sucks too because you don't have control over yourself when you're a werewolf. Exactly. Though. You're lost in the you're you're it's that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I would pick that. So you're not having to think about your taxes. You're uh, not having to think about for like about, a night every full moon once yeah, a month. So you can get a rest. You can just go be the beast right. and go rip some just like person people. up. Yeah. And then <laughs> just turn the thoughts off and that you're done. What do you think the after werewolf shit is like? Oh, amazing. You know? Well, you just got a belly full of people parts. Yeah, how does that work? You know? Cuz your digestive system's got to change up too, right? You got to go from wolf digestive to yeah, human. Back. Yeah, man. Hmm. Like, do you, has anyone ever like explored that in media ever? I've never I thought about that. I don't think so, but that would be a great comedy bit. That's just, Patreon content. You, you get up and there's just a finger in your toilet. <laughs> when for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because I remember when I went to Wendy's once, there was a, a finger in that chili. Uh, uh, yeah, it's extra protein, baby. Mm, delicious. Is you this know, a wedding ring? <laughs> Apparently that didn't actually happen or something like the it happened in San Jose. Shout out to my friend Devin for telling me about this. He's from San Jose and the chili incident happened there at a Wendy's. But apparently it was like she grabbed like a cadaver finger or something and then said it happened, but then there was no proof that it happened, and then she tried to like sue them or something. I'm totally misremembering. I remember this. this vaguely. I remember the chili. There was chili involved in a thing. It's like a what was there was another one involving a monster. It was a rat. A rat and like a monster in yeah. in the can. Yeah, there was a rat in the can. They said they drank the whole thing, and then they noticed something was in it, and there was a dead mouse in there. Was that true? I don't think it's possible. They were like the machines that yeah, fill these that drinks happen? up. It's not possible because they go from, they're open. The top of the can's not on there. Yeah. And then a machine with hoses and all that fills it in. So the thing would have had to, because right after that is a, a, a capper. Yeah. So it would have had to crawl in. I mean, maybe As it, it could have filled. happened. It, I guess it could have happened. Yeah. But it's like, what are the fucking odds? Yeah. You know? But they do make... Probably two million of those things a day. One time there was a bug in my Trader Joe's salad. I, I, I get that. I mean, bugs love salad. They love it. That makes perfect sense. I've it. had hair in a taco before. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me when there's like hair in it food. It doesn't bother because me. Because like uh, it's human beings are making your food. That's like, right. What's what's going to happen to me if I eat a hair? Nothing. Nothing. At all. You like, eat a lot more of them than you think, especially if you own pets. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you probably accidentally breathe in a million hairs. Absolutely. If you have a few dogs. They're sleeping next to you in the night. You're 100% ingesting a few hairs. Yeah. <coughs> do you do that? You let your pet sleep in the bed with you? Fuck yeah, and he's as big as me. What? Uh, not the dog I saw. No, that that's not my dog. I wish he was. I Who would steal was him that? if it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's our neighbor. No, if my dog was here, he would stare at you from the, from here. He'd be looking at you. I'd give him a microphone. Yeah. Oh, he would lick it. He's the best. He's the best. He's huge as fuck, but he is the nicest dog. Yeah. He's like scary to look at. I want to, I really want to get a dog pretty soon. I want us to get my, my boyfriend wants a chihuahua and I want like a pit bull and I want them to grow up together. Like the big dog, <laughs> like little a dog. Big little do- yeah, yeah. 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 Cause you know, like Oliver and company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oliver and company. You hey, want man. Cheech big, Marin, you want Chihuahua. a big dog to be there to protect the little dog right. in, in the scenarios where they're outside together or something. Like a little street team. Little street team. <laughs> yeah. Put up posters for us. <laughs> Make hey, you do it, you start an Instagram, 
and you just make t-shirts with their two little faces on it and yeah. make make like Instagram their journeys together. Boom. Now you're a fucking Instagram millionaire. Yep. It's that easy, I think. I need to be less lazy about creating online well, and you content. you live in a perfect place because no one's going to look at you like you're crazy. You do that shit here. No, you, can, like, you can vlog that's in crazy public. Person. You yeah. can vlog in public in LA and people won't think twice. You have to see it every day, right? Someone walking with a stick in their face. I do see it often. A lot, like even like walking down the sidewalk yeah. in my neighborhood, like people like vlogging with a camera or like something that's out that they're holding. Or um, a lot of times you'll be like, oh, let's go to this restaurant. And you get there and it's closed because they're filming something. In oh, there. crazy. You're like, they're filming a scene in a restaurant. Or it is weird, like literally being in Hollywood and around Hollywood, um, production is happening all over the town often. So you see real celebrities real production crews, fake celebrities who uh -huh. think they're real celebrities, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, influencers who are trying to be influencers. Uh -huh. You uh, see from the top to the bottom in the in one sidewalk. Literally, yeah. <laughs> right next to Jennifer Lopez is some girl who's like doing a TikTok dance on, right. the, on the street. Wow. While well, someone's doing a Paramore cover and there's also yeah. somebody <laughs> vlogging the meal they're having while you're having your moment. Yeah. Wild. It is it is sometimes surreal and bizarre to be there. Yeah, because if you saw that here, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? I'm leaving. Yeah, they would get bullied. <laughs> they would get bullied for doing something like that. I just don't know if I could handle it, the chaos of the whole moment. But I'd, just, I'd try to want to see all the moments yeah. and not be able to be in the moment. It would stress me out. I'd be like, I got to go. Yeah, I think that's why I had to stop smoking weed because – too many moments are happening at all times <laughs> just, and I, I need to be sober to even handle the moments. Yeah. That's what I think about New York. Same Chicago, same. It's yeah. just so much all the time. People in Chicago, I've been there twice. They don't look up. No, they're just looking down the entire time. Just going, they don't see you at all. It's kind of nice though. Um, in Arkansas, people will perceive you much more out in public where in Los Angeles, like people will leave you alone and they don't even look up at you and like you're in the grocery that. store, they're not gonna even glance your way. Right. And sometimes I catch we'll myself in those in those uh, my southern moments of like I'm walking by someone in my neighborhood, and I'm like, and they don't even look at me. I'm like, oh, 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 oh yeah. sorry, I'm the asshole. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just trying to you know be. <laughs> just, I just cordial. want to say hi. Yeah, hi. <laughs> but I guess I was being weird. <laughs> yeah, you're the weird one there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I had a. Southern hospitality is such a weird thing because it's real. And you don't know that until people from outside there experience it. Yeah. We had a guy from California one time. I used to just leave my door unlocked. Friends, you just come in. Could just come in. You just come in the house. It's mm -hmm. normal. And they did that. And their friend stayed outside. And, and he kind of peeked his head. And he goes, hey. I was like, hey. Come, come in? in? I was like, yeah, they came in. He's yeah. like, you just let people come in your house? I was like, you don't? And he was like, you would... You don't die. leave your door unlocked. You would die. And I was like, oh, well, you live in the wrong place. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, he couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's definitely those cultural differences. But when you live in a big multicultural world city. True. It's sort of like everyone has to default to this like new sort of like customary standard way of, mm. of interacting with each other. Because Everyone from everywhere lives there. That's true. Of every type of, you know, from every country in the world, every type of community. And it's really awesome, and I love that about it. But, you know, it's one of those things where everyone has to kind of, like, convert to the, the L.A. To way. make sure it goes good. Yeah. Like, we all have to be here. 
you can't have 10,000 tiny little communities going on or it won't work. Yeah, everyone has to be part of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, which is cool. I like I that get about that. that. And man, all the food places of all the different... Like, Y'all have it all. It, it has it all. That, that is one thing I would like to experience there. A recent love of mine has been Ethiopian food. Really? Incredible. What is um, it? It's a lot of times there are these really, really big platters of a lot of different um, stewed vegetables and different meats with all these spices that taste very, very unique. And they have this type of, it's almost like a non sort of like bread, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, from Indian food. I love non. And you, but it's like this really spongy type of bread. And I can't remember what it's called, but you make, you just grab stuff off the platter with the spongy bread. Oh. And, and you have them like little tacos that you like, eat. Oh. And I have never, I've stuffed myself to the brim with Ethiopian food. That's like chips and dip, baby. I can't yeah, have you enough. Just keep going <laughs> and going and going. And they bring you a mountain of this bread. Of this like spongy bread stuff. God it's bless so them. <laughs> oh, and Korean food, Korean barbecue is some of my favorite out there where you get to cook the meat at the table yeah. with your friends. That's a great experience. Um, a nice communal thing. Japanese curry places. Shout out to Kokoichi Banya in K-Town. Kokoichi Banya. Everything's got a crazy name there. Yeah. Every time I hear somebody, they're like, where'd well, you ich go? Ichiban means number one in Japanese. Oh, so they're number one. And I think, I don't even, I could be wrong about this but coco i think is just them saying curry of like that's just like slang for curry maybe. so she's like curry number best, one best curry best or something curry. Yeah, yeah yeah and it is we go there all the time it's one of the only places that you uh have easy parking in la so i'm always there you tell me a place has a parking garage i'm like okay i'll go there <laughs> oh true i don't yeah, have to find street think parking about that shit yeah 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 you try even to... downtown here it's like yeah there's a fucking a million, gravel lot a million parking yeah, lots, yeah. million parking spaces they took away the two under the bridge. Yeah, I saw downtown. that in River Market. Yeah. Yeah, we went to... I. This is weird. I'd never been to Flying Fish. I had never been there before. Wow. And they took me there, and uh, it was good to see the River Market. Damn, Flying Fish is good. It's so That's good. Some, there's some pretty good spots down there. You know, I thought... I don't know why I was thinking this, but I thought it was, like, connected to or the same thing as the Flying Saucer. Uh, Well, there's and, a Flying Burrito, Flying Fish, and Flying Saucer. And I was... And, you know, Flying Saucer to me is nothing special, so right. I never thought about... But it's totally separate, and it's amazing. Yeah. We got some decent food. We got a Gus's down there now. It's fine. It's not as good as the original Gus's in Memphis. Yeah, Gus's is, Gus is good. Gus is really good. Yeah. They have that in L.A. now, and it's fantastic. They have Gus's in L.A.? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. There's not a ton of them. But the, the thing about it, though, is wow, on they... the west side of L.A., there is no catfish. There is no barbecue. Barbecue in LA is a joke. Oh, is a joke. Yeah, because I, they're not even technically allowed to smoke meat outside, like because of the city fires. regulations yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So when I came here, I was like, I need soul food. I need southern food. I need catfish. I need barbecue. I need Sims right now. And then they tell you it burned down, and then you cry a little. Ah, uh, Sims is gone. Well, whole hog is my spot. That's okay. When my my boyfriend gets in on Friday. And going he loves hog. it too. He's like, we have to go. I'm like, yeah, that's the first place we're going is Whole Hog. Get all nice. The, you can get most food in LA, but just not that. And I need it. Yeah, need it so bad. It's like the one. It's like well, that and I guess Awful House. Yeah, it's that's like the two best things. That was the first place I went for Although, for food. I barbecue's expensive. Period. And like in Texas, it's very expensive. And that's like the mecca of barbecue. Yeah, I can't imagine what a fucking brisket plate would cost in California. Forty five dollars. Oh, this is thirty seven dollars. <laughs> Forty five dollars, yeah. and that's not including a drink. 
Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I might exaggerate slightly, but not really. What do you want? Here, you can have sand to drink for free. And it's that type of big city gentrified barbecue where it comes on the silver platter with the pa- with the paper sheet and it's one strip of brisket and like yes. a pickle. Yes, and, and that's like, $45. It's bullshit. Yeah. No, it's, this needs to be yeah. on a paper fucking plate. I yep. want beer with half a label missing because it's sweated off because it's been hot twice. Uh-huh. I don't want... <laughs> yeah. Like, I want from the bag bread, bitch. I don't care about your custom loaf, you motherfucker. Wonder. <laughs> Slice. Yes, Wonder Bread. Yes, on the plate. It has to be Wonder Bread. It has to be Wonder Bread. Oh, man. And I need six, seven sauces at the table. I need every different type of of sauce. I went to this one place called Bledsoe's in L.A. that's a barbecue spot. And it was... It was bad for normal standard, but okay for there. Sure. And I asked, like, do you have any other types of sauces? And they looked at me like I had grown two heads. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? Like Multiple sauce? I'm like, Jesus, dude. Where's the variety? Come on. I need all the sauce. And the macaroni better have some overcooked bits in it. Ugh. Or I don't want it. And I don't want it. Little crispy edges from the edge, you know? Do you like coleslaw? No. No. I'll That's throw it. That's a shame. It. Uh, my wife loves it. So we always. What about it? Do you not like? Huh? Uh, you like the it? fact that it's vegetables and gross. Oh, you don't like vegetables? No. Look at me. Does it look you like can... I like vegetables, Darby? Big guys can eat vegetables. I eat green beans. Okay, that's a vegetable. And I recently learned that I like. Um, you must like fried okra. Fuck no. Mm-mm. It's a texture issue. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and put it on Darby's camera. He's giving a good stare. There you go. Yep. He um, doesn't like fried okra, folks. I don't. I don't like a lot of things. I'm the pickiest I eater. I I so like um, arugula, I found out. It is. It's one, it's, but it has to be with fried chicken, or I'll throw it uh, okay. across the table. No sauce. No sauce. Dry. Unless it's like a barbecue or something. But, but no, like, dressing. Do you like collard greens? Nope. Okay. Uh, potatoes? Is that a vegetable? Not even. Okay. Not even close to Take that. Take that off the plate. Uh, what about... Um, ooh, what's the white one? Hominy? Like, no, 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 no. It's like, uh, it oh, looks like broccoli. Uh, cauliflower. But only if it's got all the butter in the world in it. Because fuck my arteries. Yeah. It does defeat the purpose. But I think when you hit 40, you're going to enter your vegetable era. I'm already slowly starting. So I didn't taste arugula until last year. Taste it? You never tasted it? No, I can't stand it. What the about smell of lettuce pisses me off. This, what does lettuce even smell like? Shit. I hate it. It must be me. <laughs> it, it's, it's a me thing. Hey, I'm very, like, it's a me thing. Yeah. I have a weird texture issue. Anything that's mushy, I'll throw it up immediately. I've, I've done it to people, so they'll see what happens to me. It's a violent reaction. My brain and mush stuff, uh-uh. It ain't happening. <laughs> I'm the type of person, I'm like a food person in the sense that there's nearly nothing that I You're discriminate just like, just against. You're just give it to me. Yeah, the, maybe the only thing that I kind of don't like food texture-wise is like cherry tomatoes. I don't like that they like explode like a gusher. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, you just fucked me up saying it. I'm oh, sorry. no. <laughs> uh, I didn't know they did that. That's gross. Oh, what about a uh, pizza sauce? That's a vegetable, sort of. It's like a smoothie. It's from tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Well, you like pasta with, like, red sauce? Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, love you pasta. Like onions? Mm, I like, oh, I love the flavor of onions, yeah. but they squeak on my teeth, so I'll put them, like, in a bag and then pull out the bag. So I get the flavor, but not the onion. 
You'll put them in a bag. They what have cooking mean? bags for onions. It'll sw- like the sweat of the onion will get in the food, the flavor, but it won't get the. You're onion blowing in the food. my mind uh-huh. right now. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. crazy. I'm insane. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I. When it comes to food, I'm a crazy person. What's your favorite food? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pizza rolls. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, it pizza. The Ninja Turtles really won with me. Yeah, you know, I was a child. They were out. Pizza was king. God, I've eaten more pizza than probably any food ever. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fact. <laughs> I, I'm I'm willing to say that's factual. Okay, so pizza number one. Pizza number one, and it's just simple, simple chick. Like, hey, do you want some chicken nuggets? Fuck yeah, I want chicken nuggets. Yeah, all of them. How many? Is I in love the bag? chicken nuggets too. Fifty? I'll eat fifty chicken nuggets. That's fine. Uh, barbecue. I love barbecue. Yeah. Who doesn't? Anything, anything protein based, anything meat based, you're you're enjoying. Do you like sushi? No, and you know what? I've tried it three different times, three different ways, three different people telling me you just haven't had it the right way. And I do it, and every time it's a fucking just visceral reaction. <laughs> Love rice. Is rice a vegetable? No, it's a grain. Okay. Well, it's a grain. Can't include that. Uh, that's about it, man. <laughs> So, so three. It's it's. It's know, shocking. I know. Yeah, I don't know what I can really say to you on this. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you too hard because you're you're stuck in your ways at this point. I'm, I'm I can't try to influence you too much. I'm trying. Listen, I found out I love arugula. You know, yeah, I would have never guessed. You're, you're on the right track to having more leafy greens. Do you take a multivitamin every day? No, man. You should try that. No, I mean, because I don't think you're getting some of the stuff from the other types of food. I get enough. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Do you like, just, could, could you have a green smoothie? Uh, no, tried that too. Okay. Wife, wife tried to talk me into it. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was like, put Ooh. this thing in and it'll make it taste different. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And just couldn't do it. I know you're going to balk at this one, but you need some really good uh, Brussels sprouts with balsamic and bacon. Man, man, man. Perfectly like toasted this. up. Oh my god! It's not, not going to smell like nothing. It's not going to smell oh like. Oh my god! Getting watery in my eyes thinking <laughs> about it. Oh my god! That's crazy. What are we going to do with this guy? <laughs> I'm just what are gonna we going to die do? early, man? It's fine. It's fine. I'm don't, just going to die young. Don't we? Well, you're almost out of that range. <laughs> you might die medium. Fuck, man! Don't you're, say that. You're dying. Dying medium. <laughs> dying medium. <laughs> you're dying at a medium age. That's what I put on my tombstone. He died, died medium. Medium. <laughs> medium rare. How medium. you like how you like your steak? Medium. <laughs> I don't mind medium rare, but medium. Okay. Not as long as it's not oh, well he, done. Uh, fuck no. No never. That's a hamburger. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. I, I don't mind medium rare, and if it comes medium rare, I'll just be like, it's fine. Who has the best fast food burger? <sighs> None of them. They all suck. I hate <laughs> fast food. I actually do hate fast food. Crazy. It's crazy that this the person well, in front of you is saying not that. Good. I don't like any of it. Yeah. I don't like Taco Bell's. I think the worst shit in the world. I don't like. I don't like any of it. If I can't go in and sit down, I don't want it. And also, you shouldn't either, because guess what? It's the same price now. You can go into know, a restaurant right? and have a pretty decent meal for the same fucking money. You can go to any of these fast food joints and yeah. get garbage. You want. If you go to Subway now and you get a foot long and chips and a drink, 
$20. That's right. $20. So why not just go to fucking Applebee's or somewhere and eat for the same $20? It's not much better, but it's better. Yeah. It's got an environment. The food is slightly better, and it's the same money. And you get refills. You get to hang out. You're not in your car eating like a fucking sad sack of yeah. shit. Yeah, no. You don't want to eat fast food in your car alone at And it's night. the same amount of time, too, Yeah. by the way. Because the lines are infinitely long now for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But every fast food drive-thru I go to, my wife will be like, we got to get something to eat. Fuck. What happened to the dollar menu? I, it, yeah. What happened to the dollar happened menu? To we used to be a country. Period. Yeah. We used to be a nation that had the dollar <laughs> menu. It was... It was, it was, you know, it was in a, it was a very crazy effective way to feed a lot of people at a lot of price points too. Like people don't give, I will give McDonald's credit. They, they solved a real crisis with that dollar menu. Like food is very obtainable for a low price, but that's gone now. Yeah. You know, I make chicken is three something. You can dollars. walk around on the ground back in the nineties, find a dollar if you're homeless and go get food. A whole meal. Yeah. Remember when Taco Bell had the $2 meal deals? Yeah, yes. true. Man, the beefy five-layer burrito, chips mm-hmm. and a drink for $2. And those places <sighs> also back. used to have personality. And now when you go to a new town where all the restaurants are built now. I hate how those look. They look the same. It's they, like white square building, white square building. Oh, right? gray square building, white square building, white square building. I was sad that they changed the, uh, the IHOP down there uh, by Park Plaza. They, mm. It used to be like the yep. cool vaulted like building, and now it's like this just ugly mm-hmm. fast food generic looking yep. design. It's awful. But the McDonald's right there looks like it's from the outer space. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. That is a that is a weird one. It's one of the more future. It's one of the well, it has a personality though. Right. That, that's all gone. Pizza Hut used to have the roof, white square building now. You know. It's the homogenization yeah. of our culture, man. Moore's Law, man. It's all yep. fucking coming to zero. Yeah, they're all delivery now. They're, they're gone. They're done. They're, that's out. Pizza they're, Hut? They're out here. Yeah, they're done. I think Pizza Hut is one of my... They fucked their self over. I would, if I'm going to rank the fast food pizza chains, um, I probably would say Domino's number one for me. That's Papa most people, John's, I think, these days. Maybe Papa John's. Pizza Hut's real, real down there for they're, me. They're at the Close bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah they do. But they do out Pizza Hut. I even worked there, but when I worked there, everything came in. It was fresh as fuck. It was real, too. It said 100% mozzarella you know, beef, like the pepperoni was real. We made our own dough every fucking day. Trash cans of the shit. Big, yep. giant, giant mixing tub. It was everything was handmade and done. It was the shit. And mm-hmm. they had a fucking arcade. It was one of the Damn. dopest motherfucking places on earth. Friday night after a game, you walk in, you get your own pizza. Mm-hmm. You don't got to eat what dad eats because you can get your own. And we're hand making them fucking things. That's what, that was my second job ever at 15. I worked at and a pizza. And they had an arcade in there? Yes. Oh my God. And it was the most cool spot. You could, it was like going into a fucking mall. But it was yeah. its own thing. On a Friday night in a small town, the best fucking place you could be is at a Pizza Hut. And now Playing I Galaga. wouldn't light one on fucking fire, <laughs> you know, yeah. to, 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 for any reason. Fuck this whole place. They should all go out of business. Speaking of arcades, though, I went to the Professor Bowl arcade. The new one that they just updated? I don't Didn't know. Didn't they just update Professor I, Bowl? I'm pretty sure I had my ninth birthday party there. I don't think it's been updated. I don't think it's been updated. 
Yeah, I think people just didn't realize because I, I saw people posting on Twitter about it, like, you know, Professor Bull had an arcade. We went there and played pool and played games and stuff. It was great. They have a lot of like those old classic games. Yeah. And uh, you can play PS1 in there. You can play <laughs> SNES and it's five bucks and you can rent just it and play, play for an hour. Uh-huh. We have cool. a couple of those popping up. The retrocades are popping up everywhere. Yeah. Vortex. It's like ten bucks. Uh huh. All day long. What's your What's your favorite retro console? Like, what was your? I mean, it's the NES. NES. I, you know, I was alive when it came out. It was just like this cultural boom. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I was young, and even I still remember that. Just like whoa. And you'd go to your friend's house, and they had one. It blow your fucking mind apart. I think that's why I'm such a massive Mario. Just that's my game. I found the game. I like. I like that. I'm very. Yeah. Oh, black t-shirts? Perfect. Black t-shirts, whole closet. Like, I'm very that guy. Yeah. Oh, Wrangler you pants fit well? And, you, and you, you love it for your life. Give me 10 pairs. Pizza's good, has all the things in it. Give me pizza. That's what I like. Yeah. N64 was my first. Was it? My first console. And I, oh, man. I will say, I love do have it. an affinity for the PS2 as well, because the PS2 gave games. us that new era of gaming. Collection of games? And the, well, you know, Cool Borders, Jet Moto, all these, well, now they look like triangles, but all these polyagonal <laughs> games were coming out in force just every other fucking week. And it was a big, big step ahead. Big a step. Massive step ahead, full, like, real 3D, yep. 64-bit graphics on a lot of stuff, but even, like, PlayStation 2 was even far beyond that. Yep. And came out, did, oh, man, I can't even, did PlayStation 2 come out? Basically the same time the N64 came out. They were around each other. And it was basically like N64 had, you know, Mario and the games and Zelda. A lot of games that people wanted. But then PlayStation had such better technology. And it was on discs and not cartridges. That's Nintendo always though. Even the Switch, as cool as it is, is, the game is what sells the Switch. Yeah. Because it ain't out there playing fucking Dark Souls or whatever the fuck everyone's playing, you know? You're Elden, not gonna, Elden Ring. I mean, you can play it on there, but it's not going to be what it is on a PlayStation fucking 5, no. you know? No, not even in the same ballpark. No, nowhere close. Yeah. Both great, completely separate reasons. Yeah, they focus on on those the gameplay. And I'm I'm not I'm a non-gamer, but if I pick something up, it's always going to be a platformer and almost exclusively going to be a Mario game. Yep. I like also Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot Racing. You remember that one? I I never did the racing. I, uh, Mario was it Mario Kart? Never got into that. Really? Yeah. I just like platformers. Jump yeah. around. That's it. Time. Don't die. Get the turtle. Throw him. Good. <laughs> Get the turtle. Throw him. <laughs> yeah. Good. Simple. Easy. I like that. Go. I like that. Yeah. No platformers are good. I'm I'm a big gamer. I've been a big gamer my entire What's life. What's your favorite? Like the RPG stuff. That's what most no, people are into. I mean. You know, right now I'm in a big Counter-Strike kick. I've always been very, very into first-person shooter, like competitive first-person shooter games. So online? I like online games. Mm-hmm. I love Rocket League. It's a game where... Is that the car where you play soccer? Hell okay. yeah. And I, I have over a 1,000 hours in that game. What the fuck? I have over a 1,000 hours in that game. I love that. But, you know, I, I'm trying to... I'm kind of gearing back towards getting into a little bit of the retro gaming and stuff and mm. looking at getting uh, my some of my old consoles back. Like, I had a Dreamcast. We're going to a, a retro gaming con this weekend. Really? Saturday. That's During awesome. the day. Where is it? If you have free time, you should go. Oh, no, it's all the way in Hot Springs. Yeah, you probably won't. Yeah. yeah. 
you're going to be a very I'll, busy. I'll be, I'll probably, I don't know if we'll practice on that day, but it'll be gearing up towards the show yeah. that night. We have a table, we have a table. We're going to sell some stuff and cool. pass out some crash casting. We're going to try to start doing events. You That'd know. be a good way to promote. Yeah. You just show up, just hang out. I think it's more of just like the hangout, like getting to know people. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, you do that. Oh, Community that's building. Yep. That's what it is. Smart. See, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> Please. 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 Just picture of Kurt, single tier. Please. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. Put, put, put an empty Please. bowl, yeah. Do, do some <laughs> tiny kitten effects, you know, out in the, in the background. <laughs> Kittens will sell anything. Everything. It's true. Just puppies, kittens, little tiny animals. Look at baby hippo. Remember he blew up the internet for a while. That baby hippo from that zoo. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's the half of my Instagram feed is little cute animals. And I would have it no other way. I, I, tr I, I do mine on purpose where I only do like people doing good deeds. I'll only stop on those yeah. or animal videos. I'm so sick you of watching. You gotta train the algorithm. Even then it doesn't fucking care. The other day it's I'm... like, do you want to see a guy getting his head cut off? Literally. Like, no, I literally. don't. Stop. It just happened. I watched a woman accidentally smash her arm off in a machine. And they just show this to you with no warning. That's it. It just happens to you. Oh. Like on Twitter, that happens all the time what where you it? go to the for, for You tab and it's like, here's a bar fight where someone's killed right in yeah. front of you. And it's like, that's so traumatic. Seeing a person die in violently in front of you might have been like a once in a lifetime thing 30, 40 years ago. And now I have to see it every day. Every day. And it's not I even against my every role. Day. And you wonder why we have anxiety and depression and like and all these mental... And we're all desensitized mental... to yeah. fuck up shit. Yeah. It's because, you know, they these algorithms, these companies, they push content that people view and then people upload content like that's extreme and people have to morbidly mm -hmm. view it and look at it and it pushes it to more people. It's awful. It's awful. It stinks. Because you'll be like, oh, that puppy did a backflip? That's cute. Here's someone's arm getting ripped off yeah. by an alligator. Or here's someone throwing you a bag like of puppies that? into yeah. a river. Yeah. Oh, I saw one yesterday. A woman threw a cat away. Actually, they called it on ring doorbell. And I'm like, that's what I needed. You know what I yeah. needed? I just watched this guy give this man $1,000. Cat in a garbage can. Yeah. That's the next video. That's what I needed to see. Thank you, Instagram. You're brilliant. And I'm, I'm very much the person who like, you know, if I see something like that, it makes me viscerally react. Like it, I get mad, I get angry. Yeah. And then it's like, I didn't want to feel like that. You know, I, maybe those feelings are only meant for my own life and things that are happening within my own life. Absolutely. Why should I have to feel the world's suffering mm -hmm. because we weren't it makes someone to, a few cents? I believe that we were never meant to see all this stuff. No, we weren't. We weren't ever meant to have access to everyone all, yeah, all the time. At, at because all now times. I feel bad for some guy in Japan that, I mean, it is, it does suck. I don't wish it ill will yeah, on it's, anyone. It's bad, but, but I can't do anything I about it. I shouldn't have to be dealing with that. Yeah. And that's, he shouldn't have to deal with what I'm doing. Or if something happens to me and it gets caught on tape, same same shit. That's a lot of the reason why people think that like you know the world is worse off now than it has ever been. Right. And maybe in some ways it is, but we have access to seeing every bad that's thing. Right. And there's a lot of money there's behind a, there's pushing a new, that. Well, there's also a new push from a few people. I don't know. You know, we'll see how good it is. But the educational uh, videos, yeah, where they're going to start push. You hear companies talk about where we're going to push this, where it's like. Because a lot of mine is that too. Like I'm huge in construction, so like, go. Oh, there's a guy building how a roof. How to do I mean, this? How yeah, to do that? How, yeah. How to videos. I love those. I would love to see a push where that's most. You know, people. Oh, you're doing a thing. Oh, this guy in his band. That's dope as fuck. This. What? Like that, that's what it should be, right? There's a way that we can. Uh, 
redo the internet. The internet used to have a golden era from, you know, 2005 to 2010, 11. But then when all these companies came in and, you know, realized that user-made content is how they make all their money, Uh then all of a sudden they're pushing user-made content that will get the most engagement, which is the most controversial content. Yeah, it makes me crazy. So let's do something controversial on this podcast. Oh, shit. Um, I could probably, like... Mm, well, what can we do? Damn. What's controversial anymore? <laughs> you want to smack me across the face with that champagne bottle? Just kill me on camera? That's views. Yeah, let's do it. It's like, it's like mad views. Yeah. We, but you're going to have But you won't to... do any more podcasts, so... <laughs> This is it. This is the last one. I mean, as a season finale, like, wow. Wow. He died. Unbelievable. He died. (laughs) Never mind. I I was thinking some dark shit just now. Never mind. Don't think it. These are coming from the bad parts of your brain. I'm so desensitized. I'm so desensitized to all that stuff. Like, I don't feel it like you feel it. Yeah. I just see it and go, hmm, thanks. You know, it's more like a, hmm. It's because I'm a Libra. Oh, her arm's flat now. Cool. Awesome. What time is it? What time Six? is it? <laughs> I think How long right. have we been recording? Two this hours? Is, this is my favorite part. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Time flies by, man. Can I take a pee break? Do whatever you want. We can wrap it up if you want to. It doesn't matter to me. I, it's I love your this show, stuff. man. I will talk all fucking day. No, there has to be a point because <laughs> I will talk all fucking day. That's why you're a good podcast host. <clears throat> uh, we've done multiple, where we do like three of these in a day where Kurt literally is bouncing down the other one while the next guest is walking in. Oh, that's cool. And I'm just grabbing more alcohol. All right. Well, a- okay. Ask me your final question. What was your final well, question? I didn't yeah. really have a final question per se. It's just more of a, I guess I'll just, it's good to see you. It's good to see I'm you I'm glad too. you're doing well. Likewise. Thanks for coming on. Uh, it's cool that you got to see the old version. I I, I like having yeah. past guests who were like in my bedroom yeah. to see the growth. Cause the next time you come back, I want this to be even more insane. Yep. Cause this is, this is like the baby. This is the thing I want to do the most of because this has an infinite, as long as I can do this, we're good. And I can be in a wheelchair and do this. Sure. Like yeah. it would take a lot for me not to do this. Right. And it's just neat. Uh, yeah. So just thanks. I Thanks mean, for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime you're in town or maybe if I'm, cr- I'll actually be in California probably next year. Yeah. If we can do a mobile episode. That would be so sick. It would be super fun. I'm going to the Sequoia National Forest. It's where my dad's at, his ashes. Nice. So maybe yeah. we could do it from in there. It's only an hour from you. Would be cool. That'd I could pick really you cool. up and we could go out there because I'll be in my own car. Yeah. That would be sick, actually. All right, you heard it here first. We're doing a... In the woods episode of they Crashcast. Don't, they don't. Have you been there yet? Sequoia. That's not redwoods, right? Yeah. Well, there are redwoods in there, but they're Sequoia. So the, they're redwoods. The more north you go up, I've been to the redwood national forest, yeah. but maybe not Sequoia. Sequoias are the fatter ones. So, so redwoods are tall. Mm-hmm. Sequoias are fat. Yeah. But they're just as equally unbelievable. Let's go see them. I have, and it is the most breathtaking, spectacular place I've ever been in my life. I would live there. If the world goes to shit, that's where I'm going. You're going to the sequoias. The tree where my dad's at is 2,700 years old. The that's fucking thing's older than Jesus. That's incredible. So it's seen all the stuff, yeah. and it's just in there, hidden. We didn't even know they existed till like the 1800s. They weren't written about at all 
until the 1800s or something. It's so fucking mind blowing. Somebody just walking up a mountain one day went, these trees are getting really big. Cause it starts normal, just pine trees, regular shit. Mm -hmm. And then you, the more you ascend, just they turn into buildings. They are bigger than buildings. It's surreal. It's the coolest thing in the world that, you know what? I'm fucking doing it. I'm holding myself accountable. Okay, let's do it. Next time I see you, we'll be in the Sequoia National Forest. Yes. Fuck yeah, bitch. We'll talk about all the stuff that I did over the past year. That'll be fun. I'm really excited uh, that you're actually playing music again. Uh, That part is exciting. Let me tell you that, too. When you get your band going, that will be fun. Your hardcore band. Hardcore band and... Uh, and I was know, afraid. Everyone who's listening, I'm, I'm doing solo stuff under my own oh, name. And your solo shit. Uh, it's, it's Darby with two A's. D-A-A-R-B-Y. Because okay. no one had taken that on anything. That's actually kind but of surprising. But there was a bunch of Darbys on yeah. Spotify, but no no Darbys with two A's. So I put out two EPs, uh, working on some more music for that. Doing a music video when I get back home for a new song for my solo stuff. Shit, yeah. Hardcore bands coming. New I Was Afraid stuff. You're busy, busy. Busy B. Fuck But yeah. it's good to be busy. All right. Well, we're on all the bullshit. Patreon, YouTube, that's probably our most. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, uh-huh. listen to Crashcast, subscribe to the Patreon, support your local people that are putting stuff on like this because it's important. Thanks, Darby. And uh, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace. Wow. Uh, yeah, so no, it bad. happens. <laughs>